Yellow and welcome to the ADLR podcast episode 131 this week we're back to reviewing some stuff music movies tv shows okay what else i don't know what else i don't think i'm supposed to curse the first like 30 seconds on youtube because they just straight up don't care about me but who cares All right, intro then. We're out here now. How has your week been, Randall? Mm, Whatever. Work, gym. Okay. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Gotcha. That's fine. That's fine. Blasphemer. Yeah, I had a low, uh, not a low, I don't see a low end. A low, a laying low weekend. So you know, watched a bunch of stuff. Um, I guess I'm not gonna review it this week, but next week uh, I did watch Your Honor, which is a looks like I think it's a mini series, but it, they ended it in a way where it might be a second season uh, with Brian Cranston as the lead, uh, playing a judge. And I'll get to that next week, but highly recommend it so far. Not so far. I'm, we'll get to it next week. I already have another TV series to recommend this week. Either way, Brian, what you do this week? Bullen? Uh, Last week, sorry, not this week. So this, I don't, I'm lost in timelines now because this is from last week. We didn't use it, so I don't know what to say. Oh, that's true. Well, I mean, that, that's true. Kelsey, how's the classes going? Good. Uh, choked out a bunch today. It's everybody's favorite. They love to, they love to watch because, uh, you know, the eyes glaze over, my mm-hmm. face goes purple. Um, but and, you're uh, able to breathe, right? Like it, at some no, like, it's an I... actual choke. Like, oh, okay. I mean, you, you tap when they when you can't breathe anymore. That's the point. Oh shit. Um, okay. But yeah, they. I mean, he. Uh, uh, they. I mean, he actually puts me in the choke, and when you do the demo with, you know, when you doing it with uh your partner or whatever you're you're choking them uh-huh you know it's obviously like you're not obviously going ham you're not like really trying to make the person pass out right but, um just enough to hold to to learn the hold and keep it there yeah. even after you, resistance one, yeah one you want to feel what it feels like because it gives you a lot of insight into you know what to look for how to defend against it that kind of stuff uh-huh. two you want to feel what it's like to give to do it to somebody else so that you get used to you know the movements and you know what it feels like because I mean, there's tons of times where you're like doing it, and even the, even if it feels correct, uh-huh. you could be off, and they're not like they're not feeling anything. Um, I mean, there were several times tonight where I didn't have uh, the guy's shoulder in the right place, and we were basically using their their arm and shoulder uh-huh. to choke them out uh, because you you end up you hold them again, you hold their shoulder and arm against their neck, and then you choke them with their uh, on their carotid artery on the other side. Um, and there were a couple of times I just didn't have his shoulder in the right place and I had to, you know, adjust it in order to actually get the choke. But those are things that you feel out as you're doing stuff. Oh, okay. You guys were going in there for for death, you know, when intent to choke. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was just, hey, here's the, the movement and give it a, like a nice little tap. Oh, see, that's how you do it. No, you guys are out here just almost close to passing out. So you got to do it to someone else and they did it to you? Yeah, I mean, 
I'm I'm the instructor's dummy for a lot of things. I mean, yeah. it it's a lot to be, you know, the instructor's dummy because you want to you want somebody who knows uh you want somebody who is okay with being like thrown around, tossed around, choked, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh cuz they're going to go they're going to go a little bit harder than other people just because uh they know what they're doing and they can do it properly and so you're you know you don't want somebody who's going to be afraid of of like falling down because they could hurt themselves or hurt you um you know that kind of stuff mm-hmm. like i think the sc- i think the scariest one so far for me it's called a blast double and basically what it is is uh it's a two-leg takedown but they okay. ram their head into your chest and and literally like like pull your legs out from under you and you just kind of you just kind of go like this onto your back okay and it sounds and, like what fucking what's his name does but with his shoulder uh what's the name goldberg with the spear when he like spear? just he heads like he shoulder first tackle. yeah but he goes shoulder first and hits you in the center he would you have to hit you with the head doesn't that hurt the other person's neck i mean if you uh, turn your no head, i mean you, like you keep your head down and you you, you don't like you don't like start out here and then slam your head forward. Usually, oh, okay. You, you just you go in down. Like, you drop down, tuck your chin, put your head up against their their chest, and then pull and push as you know as much as you can. Nice. Um, but it, the reason the reason it was scary is because like you know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You got your legs literally come up like this, and then you just fall and hit the ground. Holy shit! But it's the weirdest feeling when you actually feel it because it's not something. I mean nobody's like oh yeah i just fall down like that all the time <laughs> it's like, kind of like when you're getting pushed to the side and things it's a lot easier to like catch yourself when you just go like this i mean it's you're just like oh so this is what we're doing <laughs> yeah you can't fight gravity at that point you're nothing's on the ground oh that's fucking scary no I don't, i'm good on that you just let me know how that feels and hopefully we never find ourselves in a situation where you're doing that to me shit anyway uh i don't think there's any housekeeping Extra Life is still going on throughout the year. November is still, I think, the game day. Uh, we can jump into the news since it's one obvious news story this w- last week or this week. Bioware announces Anthem is not in development anymore. They canceled Anthem Next, which is supposed to be their second try at Anthem. Well, it's not anymore. Wait, so, say this again? I think I missed... I don't think I actually understood what you said. So They're just canceling Anthem? So Anthem came out and shat the bed, correct? Yeah. They came, out months, they came out months later and said, we have a, a, a team working on Anthem next, which is like a, re, like a redesign, just to, you know, maybe if they redesign it, people will come back and they'll actually like it. Well, that's been canceled. And now they're, it's done, done. Oh, so they're literally just scrapping the project. Yeah, they're done. Anthem is done. Which... To no surprise, anyone in this podcast, and probably anyone in chat, it's, yeah, what else was going to happen? You know? So, I rest mean, in peace. I hope that they didn't get, like, whoever was working on that team, I hope they just reallocate them to other projects so they don't lose jobs. I mean, they need help for the next Mass Effect. Like, it's Bioware, so, and like, Dragon Age. and Dragon Age, is, yeah, they have, work, they have work to do, so I don't see them, like, firing the people working on it because they have a bunch of stuff to do. EA's EA's needing help because I guess I forgot to put that as a news article artic, article today. Uh, people who are working on Need for Speed are now working on Battlefield to get it to right, release. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wow, they're, they're trying to get everyone on it. So they have work to do. So I doubt they're going to be axing people. They just need more and more people to keep working on stuff. 
hope that means I could put an audio system and spinners on my tank in Battlefield 6. I hope that's not the case. I, I hope that's not the case. That's thing I need is chrome spinners while I'm trying to explode it on a fucking tank. Like chrome tracks or something on the tank or something, whatever. Or a helicopter with like gold propeller uh, propellers, yeah. Mm-mm. No, thanks. Oh, man. All right, so that's that's the only news that and the EA going or grabbing the Need for Speed devs to push them over to Battlefield devs because they're supposed to be pushing it to this year. I think it's Christmas or maybe November. Are they announced their next Need for Speed? Yeah. Oh, not by not a title. They just they have someone working on it, which is Criterion Games. Until recently, oh. this now it's delayed. Their, their last one was Heat, wasn't it? The one that you absolutely hated. It was yes. the last one. Was that Heat? The one? I'm pretty sure it was Heat. Okay. Heat, then, uh, yeah. Well, Heat was the one that I could. I was like, this is dumb. There is nothing like Need for Speed about this other than you go fast. <laughs> I think that's the last one they made, if I'm not mistaken. But I don't remember. I don't remember. He don't remember. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I guess more news because it's technically news because Brian's got some stuff there. So I mean, I'll pass it on to you, Brian. So um, go ahead and uh, a heater. for oh, the Skullgirls. <laughs> oh shit! I'm thrown off now. Uh, Skullgirls. They had an announcement okay. last week. So hit so, it. Monday. What day was that? The 22nd of February. Yeah, I'm jacking Twitter, you know. I like think said Jack and Twitter. I'm like, what the I'm fuck does that mean? Twitter, like I do in my free time. Okay. Happen to follow the Skullgirls official page. Got it. And I have bought the game nine times. You know? Right. And I see a picture that looks like it shows a sky, and it shows a star, and it looks like Skullgirls art. And then on top of that, it says something along along the lines of, "Tomorrow we got something for it." Okay. So naturally, I'm like, I hope this doesn't mean they're canceling it somehow because I have bad luck. So maybe it's something nice. I can't wait. I don't so think they. Next... You think they would? They would tease cancellate cancellation. Anthony, I have really bad luck, and so. Okay, you know, I've never heard of a company <laughs> teasing. Hey, come back tomorrow so we can cancel this game. You, you never know. Um, then February twenty third. Okay. There is a announcement post like on Steam. It's entitled Annie DLC and Skullgirls Season Pass. So for people who don't know what Skullgirls is, it's a very well done indie fighting game that came out about nine-ish years ago and it hasn't received any DLC for seven years. People thought the game was dead. It's been doing a resurgence as of late and it's $9.99 on sale right now until March 10th. And so we get a post now saying that there's new DLC characters coming to the game. Nice. Now the first character... From that big hiatus, his name is Annie. They're doing an early access rollout. She's supposed to come out into early access this month. Now, they don't have an exact day, but at some point, early access. And do you have to? And you only get her. How do you get access? How do you get the early access for her? I guess. I think it might be tied to the season pass, but I'm. They, gotcha. they mentioned this before. They mentioned the season pass. That's what I don't understand. That's weird. Um. In May, they're planning her full release on Steam and PlayStation with like a story mode and her own fucking sound and all that. And then after that, I was like, oh, we got one character and they tease another fucking character in a trailer the week before. 
Uh-huh. So we got two characters out. And then they said, yo, on top of Annie, a whole season pass. We're not getting two characters. All right. It's been seven years. Yeah. We're giving you four characters. Nice. Nice. You know. And have they all been. Of... Oh, you don't know who they are yet. Go ahead. We don't know who they are yet. If you get the season pass, what they said they might do is that season pass owners can vote on the order of the characters coming out. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Um, Season pass comes with. The four characters, Annie, we include in three other ones we don't know yet. Colors, uh, the soundtrack, just attached to it, and then digital art compendium for everything that they're going to keep updating. Oh, nice. Um, and then story mode for all the characters that comes out. Okay. Uh, what else did they say on here? Future characters. They, oh, if this sells well enough to season pass, they're adding a whole fifth character to the season pass. Just free. If you have the season pass, I should say. Oh, so that's pretty good. The so as I said, oh, and there was an upgrade for the game where called the second encore upgrade that had all the DLC up to that point, up to before Annie. Yes. And they just said we're gonna upgrade the base game to be that, so anyone who didn't have the DLC now has it for free. Nice. Yo, they're making moves. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see what else. So the game's on sale until the tenth, nine ninety nine. And the season pass itself, they put out a price. It's it's thirty bucks around the time the Annie comes out, but then it's gonna drop to thir- it's gonna increase to thirty five after that window. Okay, it comes with all this stuff, and that's basically it. They did like another. They did like an FAQ under it. Uh, they explained why no firm release date because the way things are, they can't give you exact date. Uh, the Switch version and the older console versions are gonna be delayed because they're focusing on the PC version. The game's apparently still not on Xbox. I thought it was. But they, they plan on bringing it to Xbox. And one of the questions was... Oh, wow. I thought it was too. Encore get full crossplay between platforms? And they said, this is something we're interested in exploring, but it's not a priority right now. So if That's you, fair. If, That's fair. They're like, oh, after the season pass? Every console, you can play Skullgirls. You can play against the guy on Vita over there for some reason. You can play on the, against the guy on Switch. I'm not going to have enough clean clothes like it's gonna yeah. be multiple pennant the 50 cal of semen going through just flying through it the yeah. problem the, what, the reason why they said they would be interested is because it's, it's gonna cost them money they need a server in between so they can match make between so they'll need to make a like a Skullgirls account that you can attach your platform accounts to the same way ea does it capcom uh like epic games fortnite I feel like they could do it because if Battle for the Grid, a less popular game, has enough to do that, I would think. That's true. This game's a little bigger. And how 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 much is the DLC? The the season pass is gonna be thirty bucks around the time Annie the first character is out. After that, it's thirty five bucks. Can you get the the Annie DLC and season pass now? Is that what you link? Uh no, that's that. What I linked is the whole thing that I'm reading, like the whole announce the information doc. Uh, she's supposed so to be out. Sorry, is there a, a difference between this and what's coming out later? Uh, th- this is what's coming out later. Oh, because it says it's only ten bucks on Steam. That's that. So that's it was Space Skullgirls and Second Encore was like a you know they do Game of the Year editions where you you upgrade oh, your base game to oh, okay. get everything up until right now before Annie. The, if you didn't the... own the Second Encore but you own the base game, they just said you got it now. So your base game just upgraded for free. Gotcha. The nine ninety nine pricing is a... was a little confusing because it's like you know, oh, they added DLC and Skullgirl season pass, and then it says ten dollars over there, and I'm like, 
he just said it was 30. Like, yeah. Confused. yeah. <laughs> if you want all of it, because now the base game doesn't exist anymore. This is the only thing that's on Steam. They took off all the DLC. If you don't want any of it at all, $9.99. Beautiful fighting game. Great soundtrack. You got some decent lore in there. But how is the net code? The net Oof. code, imagine. You know, in COVID times, you don't really get to see your buds face to face anymore. It's through Discord or you just hear their voices. Yeah. This simulates them being right next to you. No lag. No lag. No lag. So you can touch you if you wanted to. It's it's the online offline. Ooh. You know what I mean? Okay. Um I don't know what else to say. They haven't put the DLC out, the season pass out to buy yet. I check every hour and it's not on there yet. But I'm assuming <laughs> check every hour. The sale ends March 10th, so maybe around there's when they're gonna start the early access with uh Annie and how the season pass purchasable makes sense that way they're not overwhelmed with a bunch of options they don't know what the hell to buy okay well, I, saw, I saw this news so I had a big headache and then I saw this article and I healed healed Ooh, that's that's amazing I'm gonna give I'm gonna, I'm gonna do an, an applause audio clip here for for Skullgirls okay let's just go ahead and give it to them they earned it Man, well, well, that's good news. That's great news. Now these characters aren't only coming to the base. So before the Annie, she came out first on the mobile. I'm trying to remember why they focused on the mobile version first. But now they're going to try to release them. They're going to work on them so they come out like closer together instead of last year and then into March, if that makes sense. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. That's great news. You want to keep talking about fighting games since you're on the roll here. You got to play Guilty Gear Strive, so you want to go ahead and lead into that. That's up to you, dude. I'll talk when you tell me to talk. Go for it. Hit me up with the Guilty Gear Strive. I saw Johan play a bit of it, like in the training mode, but so. All right, so boom. Two weeks ago, I think it was free. Not really a week. Like I guess half. It was from Thursday and it ended Tuesday. So how long was that? Thursday and ended Thursday, Tuesday. Sunday, yeah, it's like five days. About a, a, a work week of of time because they kind of shat the bed. But I think they had an issue where so many people were playing that the that the beta servers themselves just like no, and it, that... it gave out for a big amount of time. I can yeah I can see that happening since I mean so like installment training mode. The first thing all I could do was training mode. The next day, I couldn't play at all. And then it was on Sunday or Saturday. I had to play like a couple hours with a friend of mine on online. For those who don't know, Guilty Gear, fighting game made by Arc Systems, probably one of the most beautiful things you'd ever look at while in a fighting game. Okay. It's, it's Imagine imagine fighting and becoming metal music. That's, that's, that's what Guilty Gear is. Okay. Imagine becoming an anime... <laughs> metal music video is all i can really say i can see that um I feel like this is if doom eternal was a fighting game that's what it, yeah that's that's what that's he said to me that's what he said to me just now not even a simple one imagine with, with like fucking layers to it <laughs> like an ogre yeah like, like <laughs> <an onion laughs> just give me ideas i need to go get some audio clips from that movie speaking of uh, get dark gun oh that's thank you yeah dark gun um, I'm gonna say what this series is known for its like high demand and execution and 
like knowing a bunch of game systems within it. It's very mm-hmm. intimidating. This game, it it feels very dumbed down compared to that though. Not like dumbed down like just Grand Blue, like compared to how fucking wild it was to learn Guilty Gear. Yeah. This this is like seems more more accessible. Uh, yeah, more accessible. Now are we talking Anthony can hit auto combo square triangle accessible or no, we combo. Okay. Good. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out how easy it is to body y'all. So yeah. if it's it was not that easy. It's easier, but not easy. Got it. Um and you said most of the characters were available to play on the beta? Every character minus the newest character who was announced, I think, a week or two ago. Eno, glad she's in. And then the, the fan dude, Anji. So there was 13 out of the 15 launch characters were playable. Dang, that's quite a beta then. Uh, so I'll start with visually while playing. Yes. It's gorgeous in motion. You, you can notice that, like, the models themselves aren't like, yo, this is fucking the best thing ever but it yeah. looks good yeah it's the, it's the thing that carries it i guess kind of like schoolgirls is how everything looks in motion that's when it's like fucking chef's kiss gotcha um, i want to add in there too uh i follow digital foundry is a very basic basically a rendering video essay website or youtube channel and i'm not mistaken this game runs natively on ps5 at 4k 60 so Props to the development team for pushing it so it can run silky smooth at 4K. Yeah. Um, there was no story mode. I don't think we all second. So visually, gorgeous. The soundtrack, again, it's very, it's, it's the, the Doom. Actually, no, I would say Mortal Kombat's more of the, the no, Mortal Kombat now is too slow. Either Mortal Kombat or, or Guilty Gear is the Doom. Of fighting games uh-huh. when it comes to it, its soundtrack. Actually, I'll go soundtrack wise, it's Guilty Gear. High octane fucking guitar chugging, someone's <laughs> gonna die, and then I'm gonna ride my motorcycle home. That's what you think. Like, I gotta get to my motorcycle and get home. That's gotcha. the objective. Okay. Um, the I think most of it's on Spotify too. So, if you guys wanna listen to that, I highly recommend it. Uh, gameplay. All right. So, it's way different than the old Guilty Gear. I'm trying to think of where I should start. So combos, the the way it works is like it changes the way Marvel does. So it's not like Street Fighter where you just do links for the most part. Okay. Like time, time the buttons to do combos, but the chains you can do are way more limited. So the game has a punch button, a kick button, a slash button, a heavy slash button, and a button that they call dust, which is just something that. Like an overhead that you can send them up in the air if you do down and dust, it's like a just universal sweep, right? Okay. But before you could chain all the way from punch kick to to slash and heavy slash. This one, you can't link punches into kicks, and none of those go into the slashes anymore. Oh, okay. The slashes can go into heavy slashes, but I think it's based off of if and they have proximity norms. So if you're standing close to them, you get a close attack a different attack than if you're staying further with slash you can chain into them from close slash attacks into heavy slash but it seems like from the furthest one you can't okay uh, i don't know if it's by character i only played three characters in the beta because i figured i'll just play the rest when i buy the game i already bought the game when i when the game comes out i should say mm-hmm. um so it, it it feels weird but once you get used to it it doesn't fucking matter you can still do like crazy looking shit in the game itself the UI is one of the, the complaints I have for the game. So 
it it doesn't feel like it fits the aesthetic of the game. It's just like it's like placeholder that they haven't replaced yet is what it feels like. Okay. And the way the combo counter works, you know, in fighting games, you have a cow oh, six hit, whatever. Mm-hmm. The bigger it is, the the longer your combo, the bigger the fucking text for that gets to the point where you can just overlap your screen. Oh, I I remember seeing a bit of that when John was playing. He's like, Yeah, the text is huge. And I'm like, What how huge? And he did like a four hit combo and it was already like thirty percent of his side of the screen. When it gets to twenty, it, it literally goes from that corner to the bottom of the screen. Yeah, I, I I didn't see it, but if I in my head, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't like that. There are other aspects that, like, it's simple. I get it, because the the game is fucking... Aesthetically, it's just, like, overloading your brain. But, mm-hmm. So I get why the health bars and stuff are basic. That's just the thing that I, I, they should change. Or make it an option. <laughs> like, it... Yeah, like, skate the growth or whatever. Yeah, yeah to just I have like, a, a I like meter. I do with counter hits. So, with counter hits, I think if they're heavier attacks, I'm not sure... It'll like slow the game down. It goes counter at the bottom, and then you just, <laughs> and then you continue. Um, they added some mechanic where if you hit them up against the wall, they splat on it. If you hit them again, you break through the wall, and then you go. And you, it's kind of like horizontal transitions the way Mortal Kombat used to do off of uppercuts. Uh huh. I don't. I get they do. I guess they do that so there's no more like hard fucking pressure on wake up setups. Like to make it less set up base and more, hey, all right, we were set to neutral now. I can play again. Uh-huh. I think that's why they probably do it. Um, they don't have the thing that Skullgirls had where if like it's a repeat combo that you can hit a button to cancel it. Like you no, can't do infinites. But you can do infinites. There's an infinite in the game. No, but I mean, like, you know how Skullgirls gives you buttons so you can stop an infinite? No. So this game it has a burst mechanic, kind of like the way that Mortal Kombat has the breaker system where if they're hitting you, you're just like, no. And it breaks, but it has okay. its own meter. Oh, okay. Um, and if you're just getting your asshole replenished with like fists, you're okay. like, all right, you know, just get off me. Gotcha. Um, and that's a limited amount of things, right? You can't just use burst every time. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's its own meter. Gotcha. Damage in this game because the combos are uh, compared to Guilty Gear are simpler. Shorter combos do bigger damage. So now it's it's less, hey, let me break my hands and more like let me learn footsies and actually learn things besides just sitting there learning combos. So it's neutral then. Who can make you fucking bleed? Ooh, um I don't know that. With infinites already. I've only played three characters, so what are you gonna what are you gonna say? By bleed you mean like is that a term like oh they do damage or like they actually dot you and you're taking no, damage over time? Like like you're gonna see a huge red bar of damage. Gotcha. I think meant like I think you meant like you do an attack and you're losing health over time. No, but there are status effects. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Guilty Gears had that. So like a guy named Kikiske, I think it's pronounced his name. The guy with the, the blue the guy, the blonde guy with the white and blue, and he has the sword. He has electric attacks. I don't know if it's just if you block or get hit, you now have like an electricity debuff. So if he hits you more, he's mm-hmm. gonna apply more damage. Um, John, I don't remember if anyone else has things like that. So this interesting. Of, I guess we're going into the characters, and I'll say who I played and things like that. There's a lot of returning characters, right? I think there's only two new characters out of the fifteen. Uh huh. One being Nagoriyuki, which is the the big black dude that's a vampire, uh, vampire samurai, and the FBI agent Giovanna, who has the spirit dog attached to her. 
I've seen her. She looks just cool. saying these descriptions feel like I'm on something. Yeah, it does. <laughs> a little bit. I out of those two, I played one of them. Actually, I'll start so beta starts, I've been watching what these characters can do. They've been putting out guides daily up until that point. And on the website, when you go to the character pages, they have words to describe how they play. Okay. Now the character I started with was Ramlethal, which is a this this space lady who has really big swords and she can shoot them at you. Again, it sounds like I'm on something. Yep. And the description for her was shooting type. So naturally, I had to play her first. Right. <laughs> she have guns? No, but she's supposed to use her swords as a projectile. Well, then what's and the I point? Guess... I mean, shooting gun? I mean, uh, swords out of your guns? Come on. That's pretty cool. I mean, Squall had a, had a gun blade. It was everything, you know, that you could dream of. That's true. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not. Um... I was gonna say i've been watching like they had footage of pro players playing before this and it's a different version like a different patch so her her fireball sword shooting felt way better okay now come to the beta if you if let's say i throw one at you it's on the ground i gotta go pick up my sword or just wait like six seconds until it comes back at me oh so, so you, you can't like, just how am i gonna be a shooting type if i rarely have things to shoot you can't oppress them with with bolt with rounds or with like yeah. a bunch of projectiles. That's that's not that's not Arthur, is what you're saying. She had and she plays like way different than she did in previous games. And so I was while like flabbing with her, I was like, "What are you supposed to do with her?" Right. Mm-hmm. And I saw people play as her, and she actually seemed good because they were doing different things. Sonic Fox was playing Skullgirls while playing her, essentially from the shit he was doing <laughs> that they were doing. Sorry. Uh, but then I went to a different character. I tried it for a bit, and then I started playing a friend of mine. Put that character like, oh, let me let me try other characters, right? Right. So then I tried Giovanna, which is the FBI wolf lady. Uh-huh. I normally play grapplers, or I play defensive and zoning characters. She's more of a rushdown. I think I main her. I don't know what the hell's going on, uh, but I apparently I main her instead. You're a rushdown now. That probably a, a you know. I mean, Anthony didn't play. What was it zoners? And then. And then I, I'm out here <laughs> shooting you down now. <laughs> Freezing bitches left and right. Yeah, like I got it. I think it's because she's very like pressure based, and the character that I like playing an older Guilty Gear Slayer, who I hope he comes in, but I'm not expecting it. Okay. Like that, so maybe that's why I like her because she has like strong buttons to keep them in check. Interesting. She, she's designed to be the beginner character, whereas her moveset's very simple. Okay. Her combos are pretty simple. Mm-hmm. She has a mechanic where... So there's like two different checkpoints in your meter for supers. Okay. There's a there's a halfway point. So like you can use 50% to do a super and there's 100%, which means you could do two. Or do Roman cancels, which cost half of it. Um, If you reach 50% with her, she starts glowing a little green. If you reach 100%, her skin is completely the same color as the dogs. Oh. And apparently that's a system where... She does more damage and takes less damage. Oh, for how long? The more, the more meter until you spend that shit. Oh, wow, that's weird. She turns into the Hulk. Yeah, she because it's different colors, so it'll t- change the color of her dog. But essentially, her skin becomes the color of her dog, like as gotcha. if she's being possessed. But I mean, I guess his right. his 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 statement was still true because her default is green, right? Her dog's yeah, default so color she, is green. Her, she yeah, yeah she so becomes Hulk. <laughs> um, she plays a lot like if Cammy was still in Marvel. 
Uh, oh, okay. She has a spiral arrow, goes through projectiles. She has some fucking, uh, I guess a DP, but not really. And then she has some kind of fucking, like, big-ass roundhouse. If they block it, you're allowed to do what you want. Ooh. Uh, but she, she, was, she was really fun. I'm I'm surprised. Uh, air dashes in those games works differently. More like, I don't know if you've, if you've seen people play Dragon Ball or Marvel, you can immediately instant air dash. Whereas this, when you dash in the air, it's like a delay now, and then you do it. So I guess that's to slow the game down for newer players. Okay. Um, that being said, there's still characters who fucking do what they want because they have dash commands. Oh. But she doesn't have that. And the other character I played, as I said, I like grapplers. I played Big Body Potemkin, who is a, is, a, is a guy in a big metal fucking outfit. Yeah. For people who've never played him before, these games' movement is, is king. Uh-huh. He can't dash, but Ooh. he has a double jump. And he has a move where he jumps up and just, just does this and punches you. That's how he, he moves, essentially. <laughs> and then a bunch of command grabs. People are just, and this happens with a lot of fighting games when they release or the first time people play, they always complain about the grappler. Oh, he's too good. Something's put wrong with him. So they learn the game and they realize this character just sucks. Because uh, all I he has he is sucks. grapplers, right? Like, he he doesn't have anything, he doesn't have any range, right? No, he has range. Okay. Sure, he has range. Okay, never mind. Movement. Um, and if if he SPDs you in this game, with the pile drive over his command grab, yeah, it's about 30% of your health. Oh my okay. gosh. So a round can end in like four moves. There's characters with different health values. So there's a character, if you land two, I think he just dies. Holy <laughs> shit. Uh, he's, he's so fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it took away some of his moves, I guess, to simplify the game. But it it I don't know he's just he's just really fun. So land in compa- so let's compare that thirty percent grapple. Is it more satisfying to land that or sixteen's level three? Sixteen because he literally all right. So his his command grab is he just he he grabs you goes up in the air and then when he lands he basically like does this with your body. Gotcha. Sixteen grabs you, gravel. Yeah. Takes his hands off. My hands are guns. Got it. Okay. You know what I mean. So, yeah, okay. it's cool, but did you are your hands guns? No, that's true. That's true. He so didn't get that upgrade. I don't think so from the probably. sound of that. Like play like how good he is, probably, but his hands aren't guns. Yeah, so satisfaction rating is not up there. Effective rating, maybe. But he can literally do this, like projectiles back at you. So Whoa, that's good. That's huge. Yeah. Even the swords? Uh, I don't know about that. To be honest, I didn't play against the Ramlethal. Cause that would make I don't know if it, I don't know if it's like coded as like the same type of projectile or if it's like a, a different subset of it. Like these are sword projectiles an, or something. He has an anti-air move where he sits on the floor and does this. He has big hands, so it's covering space. Uh huh. So in my head, in my head, I hear him go blessed, or I hear God's plan playing. <laughs> and it's it's pretty entertaining. Okay. Um, you're selling me on this character. Anti-air. He's a big ass anti-air when he does this, does this. Yeah. The animation looks great. He catches you and you see his hand like heating up and then just explodes you. Oh, nice. You hear it too. So it's like, and you see it just aiming at his hand, then explosion. Nice. I have one more question about you, about the, the mechanics here. Is You said it was more accessible. Is there any charge characters? 
So Potemkin has a charge move. Uh, I knew it. And th this was something too good to be fucking true. It's it's one move, and the charge times aren't like Street Fighter. Oh, okay. It, it, he has a move where he so, and it has super armor. And in this oh game, wow! You can cancel moves because a Roman cancel. So if you want to, you can do that. Roman cancel it, so bait them to sit there. Command grab. Oh, and that's thirty percent easy. And they jump. You fucking grab him, explosive hand. But the can, he he charges at you, and then basically just claps the shit out of you like that. Jeez. He has a move where he just falls. Uh -huh. and does like an earthquake and it hits the floor. I don't remember if it's unblockable. Can you combo into the thirty percent grapple? No, but you oh, can okay. combo into the air one. The air one, got it. That's insane. Uh, but that, that sounds like a fun match to watch. Yeah, he, he only has one move. He has a full SPD motion for the command grab, which you would have to learn. It's not that bad. It's easier in this than in um, Street Fighter because not a full circle. It's just forward. You roll all the way back and just mm -hmm. tap forward. I don't mind full the SPD motion. I'm not. I'm not on mind that because I could pull that off in yeah. Street Fighter. What I hate is charge. I can't stand charge. It doesn't it's feel natural to me. And it's a shorter time. Gotcha. It just feels yeah, weird I, holding a, a analog stick. Like I imagine if I could hold a button, that makes more sense to me. That way I can still maneuver. You know, on, I don't know. On hitbox, I hold the button to hold back. So. That's true. I guess that makes more sense for you. I I think you won't, I don't know if you'll like him as much as the Greek guy from uh uh Put the money on I the table. Button, yeah. Yeah. Because the buttons nah. are simpler, but yeah. I think you would genuinely like Potemkin. Just put his just put hands on each other, bro. Just he needs swole too, because he's a massive metal dude. Let's get it. You big as hell, dog. He's big as hell, though. I sent it to you, dude, by the way. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll probably have it ready for next week then. Um, those are the only characters I've played. I've watched people play other characters. The game is still wild. Uh, people were worried that because it's simpler, it's going to be like bland. Yeah. From what I've seen and from what I've played, I don't think that's an issue. Oh, netcode. Before you, start, before you start, before you start, before you start, Skullgirls level or better? Maybe equal. Okay. Okay. And I don't think, I think theirs is internally made. I don't think it's the GGPO system. I could be wrong. Gotcha. They went from delay base, which obviously has flaws. Mm-hmm. The person I was playing with, I don't remember if he lives in Texas, but like more Midwesty. Okay. I was playing him, streaming it on Discord, watching someone stream on Discord, watching two streams. It didn't have more than one frame of lag. Oof, that's some optimized shit right there. It felt so good that I think Saturday or Sunday I played Dragon Ball with a friend of mine, and it just felt like I don't want to play Yuck. that again, to be honest with you. Oof. Unless they do rollback or add Super Boo, I don't think I'm playing that game again. Have you tried, is there a spectator mode in-game? As in, like, what, like it lets me, let's say me and Randall are playing online. Can you jump in and watch us? I was wondering if you can wa have a bunch of spectators and you still keep the low latency. Because I need to feed I, that information to other people who are watching, too. If you're doing it from I'm in-game. I'm not sure. Oh, other complaint. The lobby system? Yeah. Hideous. Oh, I no. I've seen any of it, but... I haven't. You, get, you make your little avatar, and then you're in some fucking room with a bunch of avatars, and you have to walk up to them and be like, and just pull your sword out, and then you fight, essentially. <laughs> But the way it's just clunky. It that sounds, but that good. sounds easy. That sounds like you go up to someone and fight. But in comparison to the, it used to be where you can have this little room and this arcade cabinets and you walk up to that and the other person walks up to it. 
and you have multiple setups there that people can just sit there and watch from behind you. Oh, I see what you mean. You mean like aesthetically, it looks better as a lobby. Like it looks like an arcade place. It felt like it worked better too. Oh, okay. Because this one, this one, sometimes when you you ready up so someone can walk up to you and challenge you, yeah, teleport you into a random area. So I was like on a stage. And then it put me in some like some other house all the way over there. So like, what the fuck? So then they have to go find you. Oh, that's weird. Okay, that is weird. You, and you can't so, queue. You can't do like a party lobby. Like, let's say me and you fight, and then someone has necks, and you can all stay in that lobby and watch. Like I was talking about the spectating stuff. That, that I don't doesn't know. Rivals of Aether do that? Is that what you're talking about? I think so. Like you, you guys go in there as a as a group, and then like me and Kelsey fight while you and Randall are spectating. And then if I lose, next person comes up automatically, and you guys keep like winners winner stays kind of thing. Uh, I don't know. From what I played, I don't I didn't see a way to do that. They might have the old lobby system. I don't know. Gotcha. Um, Rivals doesn't do it where it automatically does it, but you can like be all in the same room. You can do four v fours, or people can choose to just spectate. Gotcha. And then you can have just one v one so people watch. But you gotcha. You'd have to manually set yourself back in or out. It wouldn't be okay. automatic on rivals. Um, okay. Yeah, the, well, the lobby system it was just clunky. The idea mm-hmm. is is cool where you aren't ranked um the traditional way, where it's like, yo, I'm omega three nine or I'm still oh, three. Right? Okay. There's like ten floors, and each floor is a different skill level. You can't go once you make it to let's say if I'm on if I go from one to two I can no longer go on one and that's to prevent people from smurfing. Gotcha. Fucking with the newer people. Well, I mean that's that's not they're not gonna get around that because someone can make a new account, so that's not gonna yeah. stop them. But like it, it's it's it would stop let's say for whatever reason Justin Wong wanted to beat the shit out of new people. He couldn't do that on his account. On his account, but, but it's on PlayStation, to, so you yeah. can just make another account and go in. You'd have to do more work on your end to do so. Yes. Uh, the more wins you get on that floor, it lets you go up to the higher difficulty, up and up. And I don't know if I send it to you guys, but there's a like a there's a commentator, the one on commentator called Majin Obama, and he has a <laughs> video of him. He he made his name Lil Bussy Man, right? No way. And that his flies. Whole point, his whole point was he would play against content creators and youtubers and gatekeep them from the last floor and then he would tweet at them like like shit talk oh the video itself is so fucking funny okay they don't have they don't have any like uh name validations it's like dragon ball where you just type in your name and you can okay oh okay i'd have to find that video a friend of mine showed me it's hilarious that's funny he has people on there from his youtubers to in the video, you see him fight Justin Wong and Super Noon, and then fucking tweet. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's pretty cool. I, I don't know if I left anything else out, but it, I what are the what are what are the modes available? I guess you only had to play the beta, so I don't. You don't know if you have a full list of modes. What else yeah. can you do? You got training uh, mode, obviously versus online. Yeah, online, uh, regular lobbies, or I think like non-floor log or. The way they make it so you don't do the floor system mm-hmm. is you go outside. So there's an outside lobby where people are just walking around. No oh. floors or rank. Which I is unranked. Know, I still unranked. Um, besides what was playable, you can fish for aesthetics for your character. Oh! At all um, times? Or do you have to use like a currency to go fish? 
I don't know. It, we weren't allowed to do it, but it showed the it showed the modes that it had, but you couldn't access them. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, the game has a story mode, but like other Guilty Gears, you don't play it. So you hit it and then you read. It's like it's like it's like a like a visual novel and read. Yeah, you don't actually fight anything. You just watch. Oh, that's interesting. I never played a story mode for Guilty Gear. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. But are they uh, are they worth watching? You said they have cutscenes and stuff. Is it like? I didn't get far into the Guilty Gear Exert one because it was the reading and that. I was like, I just want to beat some ass or like see it happen. And so like, I was there for like five minutes like, I don't want to do this. Okay, that's fair. But they put out the videos on YouTube for all the, like, I think only for Exert. Maybe all their games, the story that's watchable. So I might do that. Interesting. Okay. Um, I don't know they were they did that. I thought they all had the same type of like story mode. Oh, cutscene. You'll never get past me. Fight him and then cutscene after you fight after you beat him and then like I think the arcade mode is more like that. Gotcha. Uh they have a survival mode against bots. And then I think that's all that I remember them saying that they have. Okay. So I mean it's, it's, it kind of sounds like a full package. They got a bunch of modes there to keep you offline. Do they have a tournament mode where you can like set up a tournament within in game? Not that I can recall. Come on, fighting game community developers, I, I don't, put it in game, dude. Like, like I don't understand why they don't do that. I feel like that would be one of the most utilized modes ever, it, if done correctly. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's not like usually when you have a fighting game, you have it like three or four other friends that are you know at least playing the game too. Mm-hmm. You you could use especially if you're having like parties or tournaments or something like at your you know at your house between like a massive group of friends having something where you just you know have like a you know an eight by eight or 16 16 uh 16 different teams that just go against each other until you get down to the one and you're not like literally having to manually like oh okay so Mm -hmm. anthony and brian brian and randall and yeah um, like you know moving on like i love that uh in smash melee had that yeah they did all too that was i like that mode dragon ball has one where you can make a tournament, an online tournament. So you make it, you put whatever time it is, and people can actually just enter that way. Like, That's pretty that would neat. Just be awesome. Yeah. Maybe. Especially with the netcode, you said you said that they have. Like this would be a great time to have it in there. Yeah. The the I have withdrawals from not playing this anymore. To be honest with you, like <laughs> I enjoyed myself so much, and the game felt good, and then they're just like, all right, done. April. Yep. Yeah. Like, all right. Well, it's only a month. You don't have to wait long. Did you get Did you get hands on on it? I just watch videos. Okay, you interested in playing it? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, we could probably have. We haven't done a fucking fighting game tournament in a long time. We could probably do that. I mean, I'm down. That um, game looks The visuals look great, just like the last one did. Yeah, minus those two things, uh, the lobby and the what was the other thing I complained about. The UI, the UI, and the the, lobby. the the number literally just taking up your entire fucking screen oh, like this. Guilty Gears normally have really good tutorials. I don't know if it's just because it was the beta, uh-huh. but the tutorial in the beta was, "Hey, this is how you walk. This uh, this is the attack button. Beat his ass." That was <laughs> <laughs> so you become one button man. It was, it was literally just like, all right, these buttons attack. This moves. I don't even know if it told you how to block or not. It was like beat his ass and it stopped you. There's no blocking in like, fighting games, Brian. I don't know if you've learned how to play, but it stopped you and then it was like, 
right, beat his ass while this guy's running from you. And it stops like, all right, now beat his ass and you're done. There's like three times you had to beat the same guy's ass. I think it's just for the, I would imagine it's just for the beta, right? Because I think it, it was you, Johan, or Randall told me like the previous tutorials it would be more in depth. So, yeah, guild, uh, previous guild you guys had way better tutorials. There might be in development still. They didn't I add it on there. You know, Skullgirls is which is nine ninety nine to March tenth. They had a pretty good mm. tutorial on that too. Um, yeah, but yeah. Overall, mostly it passed with like flying metal colors. Um, <laughs> I, I recommend it. It's dumbed down now, so it's more accessible for people like oh, myself. Another thing that I didn't like the training mode didn't show you frame data. Oh, good point. I asked Johan that if they had, and he said they didn't show it. That's that's something to bring up. Again, that's stuff they can add. That's an update. Like that frame data is in the code, so I mean they can display that. So I just hope, and I hope the tech and devs hear me. Don't make me buy frame data. Oof. What do you mean buy frame? So in training mode, it was DLC in Tekken, and one of the season passes that you had to buy so you can see frame data in training mode. What? That's garbage. Like. Holy shit, what a greedy thing to do. He can't keep getting away with it. He <laughs> fucking break you, man. Yeah. And I'm sure people bought it. Yeah. Um they had a sale one of the one of the Steam sales and they had all the season passes for like cheap. So technically I bought it. But I didn't want it. Paid, I paid the price for that for the other characters is what I tell myself. Mm, okay. But yeah, that, that's something I didn't like at all. And the, one of the devs was like, well, they put a lot of time into this, so it makes sense that there's a price. No, no bro. No, no. Nope. It's literally part nope. of the game. You're literally displaying text, the, the information that's currently going through the system. You're just yeah, showing like, text, bro. It's not difficult. There's... I don't know who told you that, but they are a car salesman. That is a bunch yeah, of bullshit. That's it's, it's probably PR. One of the de- yeah, it's probably PR. I don't like that. It's not. That's a bad excuse to sign behind. They already backtracked when they said on lo- like around launch time, legacy characters would be free. In Tekken? We're talking that. about Tekken? Tekken. They're okay, I don't know. We moved on. And then now you had to pay for fucking frame data. It'd be like that sometimes. Probably, there might the development costs might have spiked, spiked up. They're like, we need to recoup some of this cash. Cell frame data, legacy characters. We're pay, you're paying for them again. Yeah. Oh well, and that's good. The thing, that, the thing I don't like about, I guess I'm somehow talking about Tekken now. With Tekken and Mortal Kombat, I never like that you're adding guest characters over characters that are already from that world. So why is Negan and Noctis there, but characters like? Ogre or fucking um Is Rain in it? Bruce and uh Raiden? What do you mean? Rain. Is Rain in it? He was a lot he was in the last DLC for Mortal Kombat. Gotcha. But there's characters missing like Ermac who got uppercutted into a fucking spike bed in a is cut Bar- scene. Is Baracho in it? Baracho no. Well Baracho you gotta add him. Quan Chi's not in it, Ermac's not in it, fucking a bunch of characters. But let me get Robocop. <laughs> that, that's something that's something yeah, and spawn oh terminator let's put the joker in <laughs> oh but, but where's where's ermac the, the joker in, right cyrax oh, but, in there oh but what about cyrax and all those robots you got rambo coming to the game <laughs> what 
Don't get it. What was the red one? Cyrex uh, was yellow. Oh, yeah, Cyrex was, was yellow. Sector was red. Sector. Yeah. Sector. Oh my god. Don't, don't forget the. Uh, one of the things I do love about Mortal Kombat is that, you know, like with, with Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Fighters, you just have a reskin Goku. Like, Mortal Kombat is the original reskin. Because <laughs> you got, you know, Sub Zero, Scorpion, uh, Reptile, Reptile. Smoke, Noob, oh. Noob, Sabat. Uh, Ermac was just orange, orange you, ray, uh, Scorpion. You know, like, luckily, luckily, they all actually had different takes. You know, they were literally different characters. But even if they were just a, a recoloring, you know, but like in Dragon Ball Fighters, it's like, oh, it's Goku. What does he do? He uses the Kamehameha. Well, what about Black Goku? He uses a pink Kamehameha. Okay, well, what about, you know, Go GT Goku? He uses a smaller Kamehameha. Facts. <laughs> That's good. Says he doesn't use his brain when people play it. <laughs> uh, to, to Fire's defense, they most of them play differently to an extent, but the issue is that you see the same character with different hair. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what's annoying. You could have put so many characters in. Topo. You, yeah, you could put fucking Topo in there. You could have put the guy who looks like he wears a cigar. Not the, no, not the right answer, Brian. The second answer like, of that was Jaco. Super boost not in it, but thank God for you, I Goku. Mm -hmm. Like at least with the like the original Mortal Kombat, they were all part of the you know the story, and like they've adapted new characters, created new characters, and brought them in. It's just really disappointing with Dragon Ball Fighters to see that they like have a massive universe now of people that they can use, and they were like, you know, it'd be good. We should put Goku in. Well, yeah, because he's the main character. That makes sense. You know who else we should put in? Super Goku. You know who else we should put in? Goku Blue, and then Goku Red, and then GT Goku, and then Super Saiyan Four Goku, and then Goku Black, and then Goku like. <laughs> Nobody then, fucking cares. You forgot <laughs> Ultra Instinct Goku. Yeah, you are Goku. Hey, Vegito. Fucking blue haired Gogeta. I know you like blue haired Gogeta. Let me give you Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta too. <laughs> There's less um, Vegetas, but that's still the same complaint. Oh my god, that's funny. Oh, all right. We had our fighting game debate there. Not debate. Mostly like a an overview here. Rant. Rant. Let's go with rant. Kelsey. What's up? We'll get to CrossCode. You finally watched Big Hero 6. No, I've seen Big Hero 6. Oh, okay. I thought you haven't watched it. My fault. No, I, I've seen it. I just oh. watched it. I You know, I watched it again this weekend. Shannon hadn't seen it. Um, Is she a heathen? I don't know. <laughs> I've had to show her so many movies, dude. It's like I don't know how we're together. Um, okay. okay, first did she did she like <laughs> what? What? <laughs> What'd you say? He said like homecoming. <laughs> dude, they already said twenty twenty one for the new one, Kelsey. You have it till December to watch all these. That's true. Or unfriend me on Discord. <laughs> yeah. Did she at least like Big Hero Six? She thought it yeah, she thought it was interesting she was like it's, no it's like not a, the right answer get her on the mic right now <laughs> go ahead go ahead she laughed at a lot of it because you know it's that like really stupid humor especially with the uh the stoner uh, guy yeah <clears throat> um tj miller's uh, character i think 
Yeah, it's TJ Miller's. Uh, I think she she really enjoyed the part where he first like finds the uh, where he and Baymax go out on their first adventure and find out you know his little micro bots or whatever in the abandoned the lot. police station, and uh, he like Baymax blows himself up and it's just. And he just takes the tape and just goes, uh huh. You know, it's great. It's it's almost as good as that scene from uh, Zootopia. Uh, yes, where he's like, uh, you know, hey man, you want to hear a joke? Oh. <laughs> and he's like, the <laughs> slowest <laughs> thing possible. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, it's. I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, you should definitely give it a watch because it is yeah. an awesome movie. Big Hero um, 6 is top tier. You know, like, I was really kind of hoping they'd come out with, like, a second one at this point. Same. But if, the, if they don't, they ended it on a really good note. I mean, it's it I had agree. a really good ending, a lot of closure. I thought they would, you know, come out with a second one with, uh, you know, going in a little more detail about them actually being heroes, that kind of stuff, and him going to college and doing stuff and maybe giving, like, a throwback to... Uh, his brother. Well, the brother, but uh, the the doctor or the professor and the daughter. Oh, you know, right. Like mm-hmm. maybe you know, including them, showing that you know she's still doing well and whatever. Or maybe uh, that what's it called the uh, the CEO of the tech company. I forget. Oh, the blonde guy. The yeah, I know you're talking Ray, about. Whatever yeah. his name. Um, where he like you know has changed up his practices and things because. Uh, he almost uh, caused fucking annihilation for everyone. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. They have a the TV awesome. show, but I don't know where it picks up. They have a TV show for Big Hero Six. Yeah, I just I don't know where it picks up in the timeline. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'll have to go see if I can find that somewhere. I don't um, know if it's three D animated or two D animated though. Okay. But yeah, um, the... yeah, I mean the movie's awesome. Like if you haven't seen it, definitely go give it a watch. It's a fun little. I think it's Pixar. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if it's Pixar. Is it Pixar or, Disney, or regular Disney? Regular Disney? Regular Disney? Uh, yeah. It is just regular Disney? Yeah. Alright. Um, I think the I think the reason that it came to mind is like, I, I don't know if you've been browsing Reddit lately, but somebody had uh, somebody had taken aunt, uh, the aunt's one of the aunt's poses where she's like leaning over the table and drawn drawn cleavage and things onto her. Oh, and so the, the movie like blew up on on Reddit, and I was like, you know, I haven't watched that in a while. That is a really good movie. Like this is just hilarious, and I uh-huh. was like, I don't remember this being in there. Like I feel like this is a little too sexualized for the, the kids movie, you know. And then um, I like looked at the comments, and they were like, "What movie is this? When does this happen? I need to watch this." And for everybody's like, purposes. "Oh, it's not." You know, that's not what happens. This is the real scene. Somebody has edited this uh-huh. and everything. And I was just, I was laughing the whole time reading the comments of, you know, people getting bonked and going to horny jail or whatever it is now that they're doing on Reddit. Yeah. Um, but um, it it was really funny. But it just it got in my head. I was like, man, I want to watch that again because I haven't, I haven't seen it in forever. It's great. I've rewatched it so many times. It's fantastic. So, but yeah. I sat down with with Shannon and watched it, and she she enjoyed it. Lit. Okay. All right. Cool. I thought you hadn't seen it before, so. No, I I've seen that. It's a great movie. I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw that pretty close to when it came out. Gotcha. 
So, uh, so then tell me about Crosscode. I think it's an RPG, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, yes. I think it's a single-player RPG. Uh, 2D action RPG that's set... Uh, Crosscode combines 16-bit uh, SNES-style graphics with butter-smooth physics, Ooh. Um, according to its little thing. It's got a ton of really positive reviews on Steam. Um, I didn't want to buy it because I wasn't sure if I was going to be interested. The dump, the uh, the videos show a lot of gameplay. Um, it talks about how there's like you know thirty to eighty hours worth of content, depending on how much you really want to explore and play. Tons of different bot, like there's a hundred, couple hundred bosses, I think. Oh wow! I'd have to go find the. No, Adam, you haven't missed the review yet. You can still judge Anthony. Um, of what? Avatar. <laughs> oh no! What? He's not gonna judge me. He's gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna spoil it. Go ahead. He's gonna be like, yeah. Uh, so it says you can fight over 120 different enemy types, including. Oh, it's only 30 bosses. It was 120 enemy types. Uh, enter seven expansive dungeons, all with unique themes and puzzle mechanics. Uh, 90 different combat arts and solve over 100 quests. Um, it uses. Uh, so one of your main, you have a, a physical attack where you like actually like you know punch in a circle around you. And then you have a, a, you shoot like energy balls, uh, and you can either like quick fire them or you can charge them up and then have it like bounce off different terrain and things. Uh, mm -hmm. So you can you know use that to like solve puzzles by like you know bouncing it off of something to turn it hit a switch uh, or kill an enemy from afar that kind of stuff. Uh, I played the demo. The there it it seems like it's very story driven to an extent. Okay. But the story didn't really make any sense, like from the demo. Oh. Like you start off as the character that you play, and you like break into this thing, uh, this like mansion or whatever, to save your brother who is apparently sick, and uh, he's like doing something to get you off of the hook, <clears throat> and then uh, but he's he's dying, and then he like finishes his task and dies, and then all of a sudden you get transported to some weird like I mean, it was basically like you have uh somebody who's plugged into an avatar you know where you like you know put on the visor and everything yeah but you're not in a game you're in the real world you have like your own actual avatar in the real world oh and you're on a ship trying to get to this the, what they call the playground which is where all the avatars go to play go to like do their thing um yeah, the story just didn't really make any sense like i, I don't really i don't really know okay uh, i also feel like the their demo does not really do the game justice. They don't really show off anything. They like you get a bunch of you know you talk to a bunch of people. They like sort of introduce you to uh, some of the mechanics where you get like shooting and then the fighting. And the very beginning, you you get to like you get to, like, punch things and then switch to a fire element and continue punching so that you take out things that are like cold uh, cold based. Um, but Looking at the like, watching the videos and things, there seems to be like this massive skill tree mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of other stuff that they never talk about or show you in the um, in the demo. In the demo, and so interesting. I can't really like, I can't really say go buy this because the demo did not really give me a oh my god this is amazing I want to play this. Gotcha. You know, to me, if you're gonna do a demo, don't give me a bunch of the like beginning story crap. Just let me get into the game and. You know, the moment to moment experience how the game works. Like yep. maybe give me a limited skill tree, show me like, you know, 
teach me how to fight a boss or have me fight a boss at the end, which they, they did, but it it just was didn't very, feel natural. No, it was very like story based and doesn't mm-hmm. look anything kind of like what they're trying to show off in their, their videos. Gotcha. Um you know, there was like there were some puzzles, but it was basically, oh, charge your thing and you know, destroy the box and you can like you can change levels because uh, like it's a top down or a like a Diablo two style sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, How did we you, not put you, that on the news? I forgot. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, the Diablo two remake. Thing? Yeah. How did we not put yeah. that on there? Go ahead. Keep going. I man. Sorry. I forgot about it actually. Um, but I don't know. Judging from the judging from the demo, I can't really recommend the game. It's fun, but it, there's nothing in the demo that's really like, oh my god, you need to go play this. Are you going gonna... told me when we when we go got ahead. on the podcast that it is free on Game Pass, which I have downloaded now, and I'm going to try it, you know, later this week. Maybe I'll come back next week with a better review. Gotcha. Um, it was cool. I don't know that it, it's worth. Like, I mean, I, if you want to try it out, I would definitely download the demo and see if it's something that like hooks you gameplay wise, because the the story, like they didn't re- they didn't give you enough information in the story. You just kind of confused the whole time, and then you fight a boss because something comes from the playground and it literally like flies at you and then summons a giant crab boss. You fight the boss and then the demo's over and it's like, (laughs) what the fuck is going on? Like there's, there's nothing that's like, Oh my God. Like I really want to have know what happens next. It's just like, okay. So he just comes out of nowhere and then goes, well, you could be this thing, but there's one way to prove it. And you're going, what like what are we doing here what is this about what are we talking about here you know because we literally went from one world to whatever the fuck it is we're doing now and we can shoot things now we can still do the punches i I don't understand what's going on um it it. does have full controller support some of the controllers it's some of the things are a lot easier with a controller other things are a lot easier with um other things are a lot easier with the mouse and keyboard uh, I started out with the controller uh, because I thought it was going to be more of a a comfort uh, thing, where it's like yeah, just and so like back. you know, learning to like dodge and punch with the controller is a lot easier. But yeah. then like the shooting comes in, and you're having to like aim and whatever, and you're having to use like the right thumbstick, yeah, uh, to get the the aimer up. It's not as comfortable to use that with the way that it's you know like a 3D oh. game. It makes sense. I don't really care for it in this, so switching back to the keyboard mouse for me was a lot more comfortable. Okay. Um. So, I don't know. All right. Well, I mean, give it a shot with the full game. Maybe the full game has. Maybe that's like an early build before the full game came out, like the demo. And maybe the. No, I mean, it's game... available. Like this is on Steam. You can buy it on Steam, and then they have like a download a demo that you can. Like a lot of games seem to be doing demos where you're, you're not really sure that you want to play, buy the game. You can download the demo, try it out, and then make a decision from there. Um, so what I'm saying is that that demo might might they might have made a demo first and then the oh the game added on to it yeah so maybe the demo perhaps I don't know I never yeah. played it but I saw I saw that it was added on Game Pass I'm like I might check that out one day and haven't I mean I definitely think it'd be something you'd be interested in with the way that the game plays because I yeah. know you like puzzles and shooters and yep. that kind of stuff and, and platforming they've got like yeah um it it definitely looks really cool but. The demo does not really do it justice compared to what it shows in the videos. And I don't yeah. know if that's just they need, like you said, if they made the demo first and then they've added a ton of stuff 
uh, but I really think they should either update the demo or change it completely to being like, you're already in the game, mm-hmm. you, you know, you've mastered a bunch of stuff, they give you like a limited skill tree and show you how it works and that kind of thing, because there just seems to be a lot more that it offers, yeah. but the demo just really doesn't show off, you know, and then and it's like, they at the end of the demo, they kind of scroll through some of the stuff that they show in the in their videos and in their pictures and things but it's like well what is that i don't know what that is like you gave me like a whole character sheet there were like things that i could equip you know there's a massive skill tree i think and it's like that's stuff that you should be showing off like that is tech that you should be like hey look this is reason to play our game not oh i can shoot balls off walls bars like (laughs) you know yeah, the mechanics. Make sure the demo shows off the moment-to-moment gameplay, the mechanics, what you're going to yeah, be doing like, the majority of the time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that some people are, like, really interested in story and things. But there, to me, for me, like, I love story. But this, I don't know, I don't know what the fuck's going on. There's not enough information to be like, oh, my God, the story's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing that, like, really pulls me in with the story. And then there's not enough gameplay for me to be like, well, even if the story sucks, I still have the gameplay, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I don't know what else there is. I literally know that I can I can dodge. I can pull up a shield. I can shoot balls. I can bounce them off walls or I can punch things like. OK, like, I mean, that's like a standard fighting set in a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing here other than the fact that you're using it as more of like a puzzle type that sets you really apart from anything. Gotcha. OK. So, but I, I, now that I know that it's on Game Pass, I'll, uh, I've downloaded it. I'll give it a try this week and, you know, maybe get into it some. See if maybe the demo really is just something that's super outdated or what. Um, okay. It, again, it has like a ton of positive reviews. Like 94% of the users on that have reviewed it are all positive. Uh, it was released a few September, years ago, right? Yeah, in 2018. So, I mean, it's been out for a while. So it could be the fact that they just have updated it and not updated their demo, which right. they really should. If <laughs> if you're you offering know. it for free, then it's going to be the first thing we will see for your game, you know? Yeah, you know, like... Or play of your game, sorry. Like, I, I wish more games would do this where you could download demos and play because, uh, especially like on Steam, I, yeah. really, don't under- I really don't see why you, you can't... You know, even if it's like, oh, you get... 30 minutes of gameplay or an hour of gameplay, something like that, where you get to like buy the game, test it out, try out. And if, if people can beat your game in an hour, you know, maybe, maybe not have a demo, but yeah, it shouldn't be $30, you know, but yeah, if this has got, it says on their thing here, uh, dive into a massive adventure with a play time of around 30 to 80 hours. I mean, that's a lot of time that somebody's going to be putting into this. That's almost you know? JRPG levels. Yeah. You know, like even if it's only thirty hours, like that's still a that's lot. That's a lot of time. You know, yeah. that's several days worth of sitting down for it. You know, even six, seven hours a day, plugging at putting, it, putting into this. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll check back next week then and see what you got with CrossCode. Randall, you've been on a movie massacre. What do you want to review? I know it's been some of these stuff is from two weeks ago, but we got Batman, Soul of the Dragon, I Care a Lot, and Nobody's Fool. I don't remember. Any of them? 
I barely remember Batman. Oof, because it was bad? Or boring? Or both? I don't remember what it was about. Damn. <laughs> this is a bad start. Yeah, like... If you can't remember words... Should they have called it Batman? Sounds like it. In the 1970s, a missing teacher of martial arts is the subject of a quest by his devoted and brilliant but distant students, who include Batman. Looks like he's really young in this. Yeah. He also looks like Bruce Lee. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that one. Oof. I mean, you can tell me they're all they're all washed. We can, we can move on. Or maybe maybe Bruce Lee's just part of it. Perhaps. It's uh. Yeah. It was it was a weird weird movie. Fight um, scenes any good? In it. What? Michael Zawa. White. Oh, it looks like Undercover Brother, and it and it looks oh. like he's got spikes coming out of his hands in a scene. I'm not really sure. He's voiced by Michael Jai White. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. He did voice acting too. Yeah. I don't know. That's cool. Um. I'm trying to remember the, the whole story. Dang, this is it's gonna... weird because it took place in like the period like where um, Bruce Lee was young. So the guy that plays Bruce Lee, his name is I forget. It's like an American name. Oh, okay. And then that's weird. It, it was it was just a weird movie because it was like some of the iconic martial artists that you see in movies or that are known. They put into this movie, but they named him something different. So, Jim Kelly, that was in End of the Dragon with Bruce Lee, yeah, which is the black dude. He was named something else, but clearly that that was Jim Kelly. Maybe because they couldn't, they probably didn't have the permission to put that name in the movie. I don't know. Might be a licensing thing. Sorry, but, you said you use Bruce Lee. What? What did he? Who is? Who are they? Don't have licensings for? Jim Kelly. Is that what it said? Oh. So they, apparently they as a character in the game in the game in the in the movie that was apparently supposed to be Jim Kelly, but they named him something else. Gotcha. So I'm only thinking it was maybe some sort of contract or something like it's like yo you can't use this, these characters or. And the dude that was supposed to be like Bruce Lee, his last name was Dragon. I just can't remember what his first name. Was. <laughs> Way of the way of the Click on the link. What was it? Was his first name Enter? Yeah, is it Enter the Dragon? What do you want to see? The um, the cast name. Cast name? Richard Dragon. Richard. Oh my God! So someone can call him Dick Dragon. Yep. <laughs> so he was pretty much Bruce Yeah. And then there was, uh, you know, the, the lady from um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Uh-huh. The main character. Yeah. Well, the main female character. She's in She's in it, too, but she, she has a different name. Either way, like I said, they're, like, really famous martial artists that exist today. They made a movie with them in it, but this ma- named them something different. Like Rip Jagger? <laughs> yeah. And these names are funny. It was uh 
I gotta be honest with you, I don't want to cut you off. This character name sounds really cool. Silver Saint Cloud. That okay. sounds dope to me. That sounds cool. Go ahead. It was a weird movie, man. The only reason I watched it was because it had Batman in it, which it might as well not even been a Batman movie because he was like the weakest out of the group. Wait, when is this supposed to take place? It's in the seventies, but like, is this like an an era an era where he's like year one or something? Nah, he's experienced Batman, and he was the weakest. He's experienced. You and the way you know he's experienced Batman is because there's a part in the movie where him and Richard Dragon are fighting, and he goes in the in the middle of the fight. He goes to go put on a Batman suit. So it's like <laughs> what? So it's like let's say you and I are in the middle of a fight with like twenty other dudes, yeah. And while you and I are handling ourselves like beating these dudes down, I see you dart off into the darkness and leave me by myself to fight these guys, so you can go put your bat- Batman suit on. That's what he did. And then when he came back, all the dudes that th- that they were fighting got terrified because it was like, oh snap, this is Batman. So you could tell that he had some years or experience because people he had a reputation. Like people were afraid. But then they knew who he Batman was then now. I mean, it's it's movies. Like they yeah, in real life you put one on one they oh, how come Bruce every time Bruce Wayne disappears, Batman shows up. Yeah, like that. Like yeah, one and one in real life you put that together, but in, in movies and cartoons, oh, okay. you know, it's it's the whole Clark Clark Kent glasses thing. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So uh, I don't know, man. People couldn't tell who Green Lantern was because he covered his cheekbones and his eyes. That's true. Yeah. People in, in superhero movie shows is just they're dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Although, what happened? There was, there was um, uh, what was it? Zoe Deschanel. They like showed her without like glasses and and things, and like her hair was pulled back differently. And like you looked at the picture, and you're like, she looks, she looks familiar, but I can't quite tell tell you who that was. And then you like look at them, you're like, no, that's what? That's not her. You I don't be joking. No, I, I don't believe that. I want you to show me that picture because I uh, let me go. Let me go find. If you can find, find it, you the picture. There's I, no I, way. Like, because like you you know what she looks like from New Girl, right? Yes, you know? absolutely. And her appearance in uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yep. Like, I saw her. Because that's how I know her. She got like the bangs down and she yes. has the big glasses on and whatever. And then like they showed a picture of her with her like all done up and the bangs are gone and her hair is pulled back and whatever. And you're going, I think I know who that is, but I don't know who that is. And then you uh-huh. read the name and you're going, that was not at all who I thought it was. Oh, Let me okay. find you that picture. Okay. All right. So why are you doing that? This is wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> how are the fight scenes or the animation for the fight scenes? They were good. Oh, they were? Mm-hmm. Good choreograph and everything? It wasn't like mm-hmm. cut, cut, cut? That was the best part of the um, movie, was the choreography. Oh. Thanks, Skippy. All right, so uh, Nick got me one. Look, but it's not the one I was looking for, but there's there's a difference. Okay, you uh, sent it? I sent it in the podcast. There's one. I'm trying to find you nah, the bro. I originally, originally nah, saw. She still has that same type of smile. So, like, her little smirk she has, she looks the same there to me. Yeah, and, yeah. and, of course, I know who I'm looking at now, so I know, like... Yeah, like, but you know who you're looking at, so yeah. it makes a difference. So I, I, like, I understand it's different. If I had shown you a picture, you know, yeah. you, you would have, like... If I had shown you the first picture and then shown you the second picture, you might have put it together, 
but if we had if I hadn't mentioned that, but yeah, if you maybe. were like walking down the street and you like saw her and then you know and somebody was like, Yo, that's Zoe, you're like, What? No, that wasn't Zoe. Yeah, most maybe. That's what I'm, I gotta say with context, like I now I'm I'm looking to, for the differences, so I guess it will be easier for me to see the difference. It'd have to be sprung up on me. Okay, yeah, Brian sent me the it was Twitter picture. Oh yeah, he's big as hell, bro. Big as hell, dog. Big as hell, dog. <laughs> anyway. Okay, cool. So would you recommend people watch it for the action? Because it sounds like the story you just, it, it was just not worth it. I don't know if you could just find... There's plenty of anime out there that has good animation, so... I mean, we'll get to that probably next week or the week after. I have an anime that I've been watching for lunch during lunch that... You might enjoy a lot, actually, Randall. Because of the action. What is it called? Uh, Kengan Ashura. The name sounds familiar. I just keep forgetting what it looks like. The the 3D animation, like all of the fight scenes are in 3D animation. So when they're doing like crazy stuff, it looks really nice. But then when they're doing like dialogue, it looks odd. But we'll get to that some another time. I'm still watching the last season. Anywho, all right. So it's it's it doesn't sound like a hard pass for me. It's like, hey, if you happen to watch it, cool. If not, there's other stuff to watch. Is that what I'm getting at? Or what you're getting at? Sorry. I don't know what to say. The movie left me. It was like unsatisfied. That's probably the word. He had me floating. The action was good though. Like there was a couple of times where I was like, what? Like it was like it's this part where um, Richard Dragon was. It's like actually in the beginning of the movie where he's fighting all these dudes and he's beating them down, and then it's like one guy who has a grenade and he throws throws the grenade at him as he's getting ready to jump out the um out the window. Uh huh. <laughs> so he jumped in the air, turned around, and kicked the grenade back at the dude, Ooh. and then went through the window. So uh- and and as he's like going out the window, you see the explosion or whatever. So it's like that dude's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, but where was Bruce Wayne in all this? <laughs> this is before Bruce Wayne was introduced. Oh, okay. At the beginning. So he was probably just banging models like he does on yachts. He was the weakest out of all of them, though, man. I didn't like that, that you said that to me. He was. like, so, Especially if it's experienced Batman. I don't know. That's just me. I sent you another picture. It's okay. with her with the bangs and the glasses, and then her without the bangs and not, without the glasses. Like you can't tell me that you would look at her and go, yeah, that's Zoe. Like, there's no way. And again, with the context that I'm looking, I think I wouldn't be able to notice. With no context, it depends what she's doing. If she's smiling like the way she is in that picture, I can tell. Because it's small things in the face that she does, and I've seen in New Girl, and I've seen in Brooklyn Nine Nine that I'll be like, I'll catch the same man. Like, it's not mannerisms, like the faceism, whatever you want to call it. Maybe facial expression or whatever that I might, I, I can maybe catch. But now that it were, but since the context right here is just, yo, look at these two pictures. I can't say, yeah, of course I know it's yeah. them. I, I can understand like with context. Yeah. You could be like, yeah, they're the same person. Cause you, you're looking for the same stuff. Yeah. But if you're just like walking down the street and she like Zoe, Zoe with the glasses walked by you. And then she like ran around to the other picture. You and walk by you again. I guarantee you, you'd be like, no, that wasn't Zoe. What I need you to do is don't mention this to me in like for weeks, right? And then show me a random picture of her, of just her, the without like the one, like the photo on the right. 
Uh-huh. And just randomly. And I'm, if I say, who is that? You got me. <laughs> you know? Okay. Okay. But it has to be like like a month from now, like when we've forgotten this. Because right now I'm looking for it, so I can't I can't honestly say whether either or, you know? Say again? Skippy says that you're a liar. I said, yeah, I think he's full of shit, too. Oh, I'm telling you my on what's happening, honestly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I'm looking for it, so I can't honestly tell you whether I can or cannot notice. That's why I need you to hit me, yeah. like, live. Like, bam, here's a picture. You know who that is? And if I go, uh, I don't know, then bam, you got me. Cancel me, you know? Um. Okay. We're moving. On. Do you remember the other two at all? I care a lot. It came out to this year, and nobody's fool. Came out 2018. Want me to open up the? I care a lot. It was um. I forget the name of that actress. Her name is Marla. Oh, Rosamund Pike. Peter Dinklage is in it. Isa Gonzalez, Diana West, Diana Weist, 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 W I E S C. Which one is that? I care a lot. Do you? <laughs> oh. bitch. <laughs> um. This movie was actually pretty good, but it like as it got towards the end, it got a little like like okay, come on. Just to follow up on that statement, Brian, if you look on the IMDb page, the second video is Peter Dinklage holding a gun to the camera. Oh, <laughs> a disappointed look. Yeah. So go ahead. Continue. He was one of the better characters in the movie. Oh, he was? Yeah. Nice. Acting was on point? Yeah. Okay. He was... uh. Mm, one would say that he was the antagonist, but... Kind so of a gray a area of perspective. Oh, okay. So the movie's basically <clears throat> about um, what was the, her her character's name? Give me a sec. I just closed it. The second you asked, give me a sec. Sorry. Uh, her character's name was Marla Grayson. So Marla runs this organization. Um, basically, they prey on uh, the elderly. So they go and they they get um paperwork from the from the court along with the help of their their doctor saying that this person is unfit to take care of themselves and the host is a whole scheme the scheme is to get them out of their house so that she can go in and sell all their belongings and make money off of it oh wow what that's quite the fucking con so Does she robbed people by selling their stuff that's pretty yeah. good i mean bad so she puts the the elderly person inside a um a, um retirement home and basically takes their stuff and sell it and makes money off of it while pretending to look like she's actually caring about these people. Uh-huh. So it's a facade. The movie starts out with her um dealing with this one particular lady and her son is trying to fight for because because she won't let the son see her because of what she's doing to the mother. Okay. And the dude is like, my mother is fine. She's very capable of taking care of herself. Right. But because she went behind and she has like a deal with the, the doctor, they wrote up something saying like, oh, medically shown that she can't take care of herself. So therefore, 
And then she's like using all this other information against him to make it seem like he's violent. Because when he did come to the homeless, well, not, not homeless shelter, the um, retirement home, he was like, he got aggressive because he's like, I want to see my mother, but they're not letting me see my mother. Right. So she used that. She turned that around in court and made that and used that against him as like, he's violent. You know, how many times have we seen children who want to suck their parents dry of all their wealth and money mm-hmm. trying to make it seem like he's one of those children when he genuinely cares about his mom. Uh huh. So she ended up winning the case. That was just to show you that what, what she's capable of right. in the beginning of the movie. But the part that I enjoyed most was she, she, uh, her and her, her partner, who she works with, who's also her real partner, like in relationship wise, they come across this lady, elderly lady, and they run the same scheme. Okay. Now she's considered a jewel because one, she's like extremely wealthy. Okay. But as records are shown, she has no next of kin. She's literally alone. Oh wow! That's what. That's how it looks on paper. Oh okay. Long story short, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the dude from Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. He's actually her son. Oh okay. But he's a very dangerous man. With the gun, yeah, I, we see it. We saw that that <clears> thumbnail. <throat> so they're thinking that they're just gonna run the whole charade like they normally do, but they don't find out that this lady is tied. To some very dangerous people. Right. So that's basically what the movie is about. It's about her dealing with him and his men. But it starts to get... It starts to take me out of the movie as the movie progresses. Because it's like, okay, I understand that her character is intelligent. But like she's like... She's pulling off impossible stuff. Like, she would have got body in this movie. Oh. <laughs> like, in real life? Like it in been- real life. Cause like so like there's this part in the movie where Peter his name Peter right Dinklage yeah the act that's the actor name that's yeah. the character right because I don't remember his, his name in the movie he he's he has so he captures her okay next time she wakes up she's in a junkyard with him sitting in a chair with a spotlight on her with hit all his men around her and he's like. Where is oh, it's because she stole jewels. That's something else I'm going to tell you. So, when she was going through the whole process, yeah, of cleaning out his mom, uh huh, she came across these diamonds. He wants those diamonds, so he's inquiring where are the diamonds. And she like hit them in different places. Okay. So, she did the whole you know, cliche if you kill me, you'll, you'll never, find, never find your diamonds. Type yeah, thing. this is what I loved about his character. He was uh-huh. like, I'm gonna kill you now. Uh-huh. And then he he goes to to walk away, and then next thing you know, like his boys grab her, put the thing over her head. They 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 stick her with some um some stuff to uh-huh. make it look like she like she was drunk and passed out. Uh-huh. They they like they staged it like she she drunk herself to to sickness. So uh-huh. she was in the car drinking, and then she passed out. Then the car ran off the road into a um, into like a ravine or something. No, into like a lake off of a cliff. Oh shit! Okay. Jesus. But somehow... Survived. Get the fuck out. I mean, it's not impossible, but... She wakes up as the the car is sinking. So then she gets out. And she's she's able to, to like, get her wits together and break out of the car, swim back up to the surface. Wasn't she tied up? And and back over her head? Because they had to make it look like an accident. Right, 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 right. Never mind. So... That's the point of the... 
drug. Yeah. So she swims back up and walks like God knows how long. They made it look like it was a long way. She walked to a store and uh, now she's back, basically. What the? And then next thing you know, her her partner are like knocking his men out. Now, I'm not talking about like some CQC stuff. CQC stuff. I'm talking about like she walks up to him like in the in a um like some sort of hat or something with like yeah like she's like a widow or something with like, like a disguise little... she has okay. like one of the disguise on or whatever and she goes up to him and takes the the taser and tases one of the guys oh, okay so that she can pretend to be his driver so that she can kidnap um Peter Peter okay. so see like she's she's doing her and her friend are doing stuff that people are trained to do like just like come on man uh-huh. This is not what you do. Yeah. It wasn't even an established in the beginning of the movie that this is what you do. So at that point, you're like, all right, they're just. Yeah, at that point, it's like, I can't even like suspend disbelief because it's just way, way too far off on yeah. the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. So at this point, I'm just watching it because Peter is, is, is his rage level is getting higher and higher. You back my son. So oh, that's a clip I need to get. Um, they capture him and knock him out, and somehow somehow he survives. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the end of the movie because I don't suggest you guys watch this movie. Okay, even though in the beginning of the movie it, it started out really good, man. Uh-huh. I had I was like, man, this is a good movie. Uh-huh. But like I said, it, it gets ridiculous. It gets outlandish, so it's like okay. So I care a lot, right? We saw that same movie. Yes. So this is like this is just a, a know, roller coaster of fucking weird shit happening. Yeah. You know, he started describing it and I was like, okay, this sounds pretty good. And then he got to this part, and I'm like, are we still talking about the same movie? What the fuck is going on? I'm getting it. It's when she survives the car crash, is when the movie takes a bad turn. Oh. It's like this is because even even the whole conversation that Peter's having with her after capturing her. It's like it's not like the the typical um, movie stuff where like the bad guy has the monologue and he's like telling her what his plan is or you know all that stuff like that and then somehow the the good guy usually gets away. It's not one of those. It's like he asks for asks her for something. Uh-huh. She says this whole well if you kill me you can't ever find it. I'm going to kill you now. And then he just leaves and then at that point she's done. Yeah. In real life she's done. She's dead. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, she to prolong the movie, she she escapes. But anyway, like I was saying, at the end of the movie, what ends up happening is they go into partnership together. The the so he try, he 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 attempts to kill her and her her lover, uh-huh. which by some miraculous chance of the Earth's gravitational pull with the with the moon aligned perfectly, they survive. Uh-huh. Her and her partner after. They beat the crap out of this lady and she survived and left the gas running in the apartment. And somehow she got out of a sinking car, walked miles to a store, <laughs> called an Uber, got back to the house just in time for the for the gas filled apartment to not blow up. Uh-huh. Rescue her friend who, who like got her jump pushed in. Her face was just all blood. Oh, my God. Picked her up. Puts her in the car as they're driving off. Oh, now the apartment blows up. Uh-huh. So, um... I mean, you had me at the... They drugged her, and then she went into a lake, and then somehow managed to get out. Like, 
<laughs> yeah. You know, well, I don't think it was a drug. I think I don't I don't remember how they knocked her out. Maybe they did drug her. And then I know they put alcohol, like they put a tube down her throat, and then they pour alcohol down her throat to make it seem like she had like ingested. Yeah. So I mean if if they had poured, you know, that much alcohol, she like unless this was like hours later, there's no way she'd have been able to get her senses together and get out of the nah, room. That's what I'm thinking. Like if it's if it's like, oh, I'm killing you now, he gets up, they do all of this and just send the like car this going. All in 15 minutes. Yeah, then that's not yeah, there's no way. Like no. I mean the the only way that I could really see that happening is if she somehow like didn't suddenly, you know, you, you know, be that drunken state, even with all that alcohol being poured into her. Like, I mean, I've been at parties where I've gotten drunk within the first ten minutes because I, you know, I haven't had anything to eat or just been hitting the hitting the booze too hard. Like, I there's no way like I would be able to get out of a fucking car that's sinking and swim away. Yeah, but I guess that makes sense if you're saying it gets more and more outlandish. That is very outlandish to me. But and now now you told me about the gas thing. Yeah. I don't buy it. Like, if we if we're looking at time constraints here, yeah, they beat the crap out of her girlfriend before they kidnapped her. So that means that her partner was laying in that apartment the entire time. We're talking about from the time they captured her to the time they drugged her, woke her up, her she and Peter had off. the conversation, mm-hmm. and then the whole drive off, and then her walking back to the. Uh, to the store and catching the Uber, like the house would have blew up like a long time ago. Yeah, Jason, if you watch the Born, I think the second Born movie, when he's beating him up with a fucking magazine, and then he sets the house on fire before he leaves, that's not twenty minutes later. Yeah. It happens pretty quickly. Yeah, you're talking like 10, 15 minutes just for the fucking Uber driver to find you and you know, like <laughs> yeah, <get in> <laughs> just to find you, and then you know, however long it takes for you to get from where you are to where you need to go. Like, there's 30, 30 minutes of it just sitting there. There's no way. No. I, I mean, I okay. So, like I said, at the end of the movie, they end up becoming partners. It's like, he tries to kill her and her partner, and then he tries to kill him. They try to kill him because they ended up yeah. capturing him and drugging him and leaving him in the, um, in the woods somewhere. And some what? and some dude running by who who I guess who does his morning routine of cardio Happened finds the body, the body mm-hmm. and calls the ambulance and now he's he survived and he's in the hospital. <clears throat> so they ended up becoming partners. Oh, and, that's so weird. Okay. But karma. Remember the dude at the beginning of the movie that said that was trying to see his mom. Yeah, he rolls up on a shoots her in the chest with a revolver. And and roll credits. Like, I was like, I was getting ready to look into like, you know, <laughs> and then you started with the the car scene, like you're gonna die, and I'm I'm like, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I'm not watching this shit. Did you get a good look at the revolver guy, and it wasn't just Brian fed up with this movie? What did what did it get? What is it? It got a, it somehow got a six point two. On IMDb? IMDb. What is the Rotten Tomato score of this movie, if you can find out? What? The Rotten Tomato score of this movie. Yeah, go ahead and look that up, and we'll move on to Nobody's Fool, if you can remember that. I had such high hopes for that movie, man. Nobody's Fool? It was good. No, the movie, I care about you. Okay. 
Are you ready? Are you ready? Go you for ready? it. So the the critics tomato meter, whatever the the paid reviews and things are for, mm-hmm. are eighty percent. Okay. You guys guess the audience score. Let's, twelve. Let's, let's twelve. I'm gonna go with twelve. Thirty-six. Randall. Randall. Have you seen the? Just guess a number, I guess. I don't know. But if the, I had to guess, I would say somewhere in the thirties. Ryan, did you pull this up? No. It's thirty-six. Oh snap! A round of applause. He said that with such confidence. no way. Good. Thirty-six. Shit. But yes, it is thirty-six on a thousand plus ratings. Thirty-six percent from the audience. What a Go buy a lottery ticket, dude. From the best. It got ridiculous, man. Really ridiculous. It was everything that happened after that lake scene was not believable. Gotcha. Like you really had me with the like with the story plot and everything. Like it sounded awesome. I was like, oh, this is a really cool take. And then, you know, like reading the thing, it's like, oh, you know, she's doing all this stuff until she finally meets her, you know, meets her match when somebody isn't really who she seems like. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm interested like does she get caught or do they join up? Like what's what's going on here? And and, it- and then the it was it was it was such a, a good feeling for me because as I'm watching this movie, the whole time I'm like, I hope she gets gets what's coming to her. Yeah. You know, and when she finally runs into this lady who's like the sweetest lady. She has the routine, but you don't realize that she's dangerous. Like she's tied to some really dangerous people. Uh-huh. And it's just her and um like her son going back and forth because her son is such a bad guy that he cannot be seen in certain places. So he right. can't just he can't just roll up to the um to the um the retirement home the retirement home and take his mom. Uh-huh. Like he has to get his his goons to do it. Right. And even his goons have to be discreet about it because he's like like really wanted. So anything when anything that's tied to him needs to be you know dealt yeah. with some you know it used to be done legally. Yeah. But anyway, and like I said, the dialogue was I was I was thoroughly surprised by the dialogue with the whole that like that garage. I mean, like um, junkyard scene. Yeah, I was like really surprised. I was like, oh, here we go. He's going to they're going to talk this out and blah, blah, blah. He's going to talk about his history. And it was none of that. It was like, where the diamonds. Mm -hmm. And then she gave this whole speech about how, like, she needs to be. um Something about like being a uh, basically like the alpha, like it's those in the world who who are prey and those who are hunters. And her, she's talking about like she needs to be a hunter uh-huh. and all this stuff like that. And that's why she insured her life by hiding the, the diamonds in so, multiple places. So if you kill me, mm-hmm. you never get your diamonds back. And he's like, I'm going to kill you now. And mm-hmm. then just walks away. That's, like, that's oh, it. Snap. I would, I would have just done it. I would, have, I would just gun right there and ended it. I wouldn't have left it for my goons. But then I guess she wouldn't have gotten that Uber. So, whatever. The movie has to go on. All right. Well, that was a fun roller coaster of events. What about let's move? Let's take it down a bit, Randall. Let's take it back down to nobody's fool. All right. That was a wild fucking roller coaster. Let's get something smooth sailing. All right. Nobody's fool is more like a looks like a rom com by by the poster. Yeah, it is. Direct. Oh, Tyler Perry. Yes, this is a rom com. Yeah. Oh, 
Did Tiffany. On, uh, yeah, IMDb got four. Yeah, four point eight on IMDb. I'm sure Rotten Tomato. It was probably worse. Totally. Uh, or wait, that's a different. That's an. There's apparently another movie called Nobody's Fool with Paul Newman in it, <laughs> which did <laughs> really well. <laughs> did you watch the Paul Newman one or this one? Okay. I do need to see what Queen's Gambit still. I keep seeing freaking ads for it. But it's basically just you said. It's a romantic comedy. Once I finish uh, all, I'll probably start boom bam. Rotten Tomatoes is way worse. <laughs> oh no. What did it get? Uh, so the tomato meter is 26%. That means okay. the critics is like five, bro. So what do you guys think the audio score, audience score was? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be generous. I'm gonna say eight. Seventy eight? Thirty-five. Oh wow. damn. It did better than the the reviewers, but yeah. the credit. Okay. Uh, All right. Okay. Randall, how 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 do you how would you rate it? Yeah, let let, me, let us know what it's about. I don't know. Out of a hundred? Yes, sir. I mean, you gave a 78 when you thought about the user, so you, you were on that ballpark? I would know. I was just spitball. Okay. Um, I'd probably give it the same, the same rating, like a... Like a 30? Yeah. Okay. Dang. All right, so was it because it's not funny? The story wasn't believable? Characters are trash? Okay, what? so it's Terrible. not that... It's not the act... So Tiffany Haddish? Yeah. I think it's hilarious. Okay. Okay. I think she's very funny. Okay. And then I forget the other dude's name, but there's an actor in there who I think is a really good actor. And to be honest, they are the two reasons why... You kept watching it? I kept watching it. Is it Omari Hardwick or Makad Brooks? Can you see his picture? It's the guy from Power. Which one is the one from Power? Omari. Yeah. Okay. He played Frank. Those two are the reason why I kept watching the movie. And I, I think those are the, the reasons why people say it's like a 30-something. Because without them, it probably would have been a zero. Nah, bro. They have Whoopi Goldberg yeah. in it. Goldberg but she had a very small part. Oh, okay. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I was saying Chris Rocks. And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, they, they both had small parts. Okay. Very, very small parts. Okay. Um, It's just basically a, rela- uh, a movie about relationships like Girl gets keep getting done wrong. Like her ex walked out on her when they were supposed to be getting married, and then she's traumatized from it. So, is it like one of those like right up Tyler Perry's wheelhouse kind of thing? He does a lot of these. So it didn't very similar it didn't things. Feel like a a cliche Tyler Perry movie. Okay, which just surprised me that he did do it because usually he tries to throw like the whole um, religion and all that stuff into it. But uh-huh. It was. It was none of that in it. Um, but it was just, like I said, it's just basically like she's traumatized. And so she's really um, reluctant on dating people. And she has like this list. Okay. And she that's what she basically goes off of. Like when she's picking somebody, if he meets all this, the criteria on the list or whatever. Right. She ends up meeting some guy that she talks to online, but never met him in person. And they've been talking for a year. And... They're like supposed to be loving each other, or whatever. And meanwhile, her friend and her sister think she's being catfish. Okay. 
But the dude, Frank, from um, Power, he's been trying to get at her for like a year. Damn. He's like, a, he has priors. So his, his background isn't squeaky clean, but he has cleaned himself up. And he has his, he owns his own uh, coffee shop. Okay. Which is near her job. So okay. he tries to, um, he's been trying to get at her every year. I mean, like not every year, but every day for like, like a year. But she's not trying to hear it. Mm. But ultimately, what ends up happening is they, you know, they do get together, but then there's this ups and downs. And then the dude that was supposed to be allegedly a catfish ends up being a real person. Ooh. So he ends up showing up. And then that's where you get to the other phase of like the introduce another uh, drama part where it's like, do I stay with Frank or do I chase after this guy who I allegedly was in love with and been talking to for a year? And we have such a strong connection and blah, blah, blah. But then she goes on a date with him and finds out he's not all he's cracked up to be. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah. So it's it was all right. It had its moments where it was really funny. Um, it had its moments where, like, the acting was really good. But overall, the movie was there. So I was like, a, okay. It was watchable, but it's not like, yo, go watch this. Is what you're saying? It was watchable because of those two people. Right. Okay. Oh, shout out to Tiffany Haddish and uh, what is his name? Amar. I forgot his name already. Jeez. We'll look it up again. <laughs> Omari Hardwick. The other one. Cool. I have nothing against uh, Chris Rock. Yeah. But his part could have not been in the movie. That's fair. That's nothing on Chris. That's, I don't think that's part of Chris Chris Rock's problem. That's probably like yo Tyler. Tyler reached out to him like you want to be a part of this movie real quick, and he got like a small part or something. Whoopi's part was funny because she was like, she was always high. Oh, like okay, yeah. So like she had like she she was growing marijuana in her her house. Well, depending on what state she lives in, that's that's completely fine. I think, right? Yeah, it's legal now and up north. Yeah, so I'm. Um, I'm sure she was just chilling, you know, vibing. So whenever she would like talk to her daughter and try to give her advice, she kept going in and out of like reality. Like, like, did I just say? Where am I at right now? Oh, so she's like on cloud eleven. So she's yeah. just puffing the entire day. It's yeah, a long, long the, day. Every time you see her, she's she's high. Okay, that's hey. Which isn't much in the movie, but I think you see her maybe like. Four times in the movie. So that was her like running gag was I'm high and yeah. Okay. Okay. She wasn't a bad mother. She was just, she yeah, was she was just like smoking weed. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, the girl and her daughter's all grown up. Like let her do whatever the fuck she wants anyway. So, you know, anywho. All right, Brian, me and you're here to close this thing out real quick. Tell me about slow tie. You're muted, homie. This bitch. I thought I thought I was gonna sneeze again. Um, I don't know where do I start. <laughs> now you tell me. Uh, right, so boom, I listened to all his singles for this album. Yeah, you you canceled. went over it on here. Yeah, it was massive. There was another one called Vex that was whatever because the chorus, but I didn't mention it before. Okay. And then so album was out. Finally got around to it. Uh. It's 12 or so songs, and it's only a, a little more than half an hour of a listen. Um, overall, I enjoyed it. 
Um, okay. I'm trying to pull up Spotify, but it's not respecting me right now. It's two discs, too. Oh, my God. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that until, like, listening to it. I was like, oh, there's a clear ha- two halves to this album. Yeah. Until now, I just realized that it's actually two discs. So that's interesting. Um, a lot of... What's the runtime for both this? Like a altogether, combined? the whole album's thirty-five minutes, and there's two discs. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I thought it'd be like almost two, hours, like an hour and a half or something. Yeah. Okay. No, they're pretty short. The shortest song is forty-eight seconds, unfortunately, and the longest song is like an intro. Yeah, it's it's like a in the it's in the middle. It's track five on the first disc. Oh, like a skit or something that leads into no, another it's a, song. It's a song. Like it, it's it's what, music. What is the point? Like, I mean, is it instrumental only? X has longer songs than that. So, so the thing is, with this album, each song kind of ble- like bleeds into the other one. Ah, uh, okay. So you have to like kind of listen to the whole thing from the back. Yeah. Okay. I, I get that. Funny is, I really enjoyed that song, but it's short as fuck. Yeah. Um, it's a TikTok. You can you can put that entire thing in the TikTok. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Hold on, hold on. I was not expecting 14 songs. Yeah. I hearted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven songs. He can count. He can count. Yeah. AMs. <laughs> my bank mm-hmm. account. Um The first so I, I said that you can you can tell that it's two halves. I'm listening to it like I didn't know it was two discs until now. Okay. I just hit play and then I didn't look at it. Okay. Um, the first disc is a lot like canceled if you guys heard it or masa which like just kind of like abrasive or like trappy kind of music uh-huh and then the second it goes into the last half it is like it's like music with substance in it oh um and a lot of it's about like darker things so about there's a song which one is it it's nhs which is basically saying it the 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 gist of the song is basically do do what you want to do um and then it kind of justifies that so one of the lines he says is something along the lines of uh every time you look yourself in the mirror you're holding your gut back so mm-hmm. you, you can't make any progress because what you're showing yourself isn't what you actually are uh-huh so it's kind of just like be yourself or do what you want to do and he, he has songs like that there's a song about the like depression mm-hmm. it's about, about not trusting anybody like it, it, it actually has like thematics like just dark stupid, yeah, just like like dumb brazy stuff which, which i was surprised by i actually like that a lot okay so that, that second um, half might be up my alley from the second half the only song i didn't heart was the one james blake that i mentioned because he just sounds weird on this shit gotcha okay that's fair um all right it's gonna be happening a lot where like people are like have somebody that joins in or has a feature and you're like oh yeah i really love this guy and then you hear them and you're like what the fuck is that? <laughs> Yo, uh, what Drake song is it, Brian? Um, Laugh Not Cry Later is that the one? Yeah, uh, yeah. I who who's in that feature? He I, I can't. Dirk? I think it's Lil Dirk or some. That was a great dr- just Drake alone track, and then he comes in and I'm like, shut up. Same with the Tyler <laughs> the Creator song, uh, Earthquake, oh, uh, and then fucking yeah. what's his name? Playboy Cardi comes in you can't understand what the hell he's saying and i'm like you're ruining the song because i'm i'm deleting him in my head what was what was uh 
Black Eyed Peas and what's her name? Shakira. And Shakira. Fuck that song. I hear it in the gym. And I'm like, who? How many people will listen to that chorus and said, it's fine. Keep it going. If if you if you just remove the chorus, it's a great song. It's fine. It's a it's it's a fine pop song. And then and I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Um yeah, James Blake part. It's not even that it was bad. It just sounds off. Like it doesn't sound like it fits the song. Maybe it's his cadence. It's not. Sha- it's not like Shakira where he just moans and you're pissed. It's just like it doesn't sound like it fits. <laughs> um, um, he doesn't have too many features too. He has one, two. Out of fourteen songs, five of them have features. Okay. Um. You said the insert. The first half is more like trap instrumentals when the second one's more like what is it like lo-fi or kind of i guess okay like lo-fi more mellowed out oh okay uh, one of the songs he just ends up calling someone just tells them that he loves them the one of his friends oh okay <laughs> is there any like in, is there any like uh instrumental like 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 drum and bass like live instruments or is it all just like beat like made on like digitally it's on like beat it's just, yeah it's not like it's just samples and okay like that, that i can remember um yeah, I, I, I thoroughly I enjoy him. I enjoy his music mostly. There's some songs I was like I can do without like Vex. Uh-huh. No, this is this has been a very quick introduction to him, and I'm and I'm he's there to stay for me right now. Okay, so he okay you you you're gonna be looking out for him now. Yeah. Okay. I, I enjoy him. Okay. I have to listen to this, especially the second half. Then. Maybe the trap half for like when I'm in the gym or something. I have to re-listen to it, maybe, but I think my favorite song is still the one with Skepta. Cancel. That is that. That's the the blood one, right? Yeah. Now you dripping blood. And now you dripping blood. She said, "Do magic." I'm Harry Potter. I'm like, oh shit, dude. Ooh. All right. I guess we'll move it along with uh. Thea. Thea have released a soundtrack to one of the movies she actually made, which was me called Music. Uh, this is a review on the. Album, not on the movie. I hear the movie is currently being dragged through the mud. So this is the music, the, the soundtrack, not the movie. What's the movie called? Music. music? Yes. So like, I haven't seen the movie. All I did was hear the uh, the soundtrack. Go ahead, Ryan. I've only heard the one single. I'm looking at the tracks. Yeah. I'm hoping the Burner Boy song slapped. Did it, it was pretty good. Yes, I was going to mention that one. Okay. That was actually pretty good. Okay. But uh, so basically, her uh, that collection's a lot of pop songs slash EDM, a good fusion of it, and then like the Burnable one has like a fusion of like tr- like trappish, but it still has like a it's not pop trap, and it's not like it's not like pop. T- it's not like reggae. It's, it's not island, like it's not a- islandy at all. Maybe it's like an island type, but it's not like. Lost Frequencies Island ADM, where it's like bing, 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 like property. It's like mm-hmm. I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I don't know the, I don't know the, the, the what is, what song does it remind you of? It's like if it's a, um, a cheerier Drake hip hop, not hip hop, like, um, signs, dance hall thing. It like, okay, yes, but signs, but not, but faster. If that makes sense, right? I'm looking it up. He's one hit. Oh, thanks. Um, armor broke. He's down. Yeah, he's not. He's dog water. Uh, 
anywho, but I, I enjoyed it. It was, I listened to it while I was working. A lot of upbeat EDM stuff. So again, her vocal performance is great. She has the range. Some of this, there are some courses in there where like she, she doesn't do, she doesn't go as far as Shakira, but like, it gets like, okay. <laughs> it's like she go she like it's it's like projecting her voice but in a way that's not like i can't hear it you listen to it now bro yeah this one's pissing me off oh you don't like it at all okay well then never mind she's she's doing weird shit that might have been one of the choruses where i'm like this is fine but the chorus is it's not that hot there's a bunch of choruses there where i'm like the verses are great the instrumentals are great but then the again I don't know why it's so hard to nail choruses. I don't know if they're trying to make it catchy or what. What is it, what's the thing? Is the Labyrinth song good? Because that's the guy that's in Losers, isn't it? Yes, it is. And that one, and that one was okay. It wasn't like banger, but it was okay. And but he perform like his vocals is good in it. He sounds good. I'm playing it. Okay. Are you he's, though? He's not. Listen to it faster. Anywho, again, it's a it's a great <laughs> background music. Like a background album, I was listening to. I was coding, and I'm like, okay, I'm digging this. Kept my kept uh, head nodding. No, substance, like Brian was talking about the other one, dealing with like strong. I think this movie deals with stuff like that, but the sound, like the one Brian was talking about, the David Guetta one, is like like making it through the day, and so you can see the next day. Like that kind of stuff is there, but it doesn't go any deeper than that. Like it doesn't get personal in any way. It's it's just upbeat, trying to keep you positive. If that makes sense. Gotcha. So I mean that that's it. I've it was a great background. It's not something that I'm like it's not something we're gonna be talking about at the end of this year for the top ten, you know? It's not game of the year. It's not game of the year. You know? Speaking of which no, I'm just kidding, Fuser's not gonna be game of the year. But uh <laughs> uh I've been two weeks ago. I I've been having this in my backlog. I wanted to try it out. This is the by Harmonics, their latest game. People who made Rock Band, they have now put their hand their their trial into DJing. Did you remember the people who made um, Guitar Hero came out with DJ Hero a long time ago? Yeah. Well, they took that concept and like added layers upon layers of like, okay, that was cute, and then now that you can like legit DJ in a way where I'm like, this is great tools for people who know what the fuck they're doing. So back in like DJ Hero stuff, it's you just literally play the slide on there like it was still like you was it was like if you were still playing rock rock band or something, and you will just either turn the turntable in some way or flip a switch between the two songs, but it wasn't dynamic in the way this is. Like you go, oh, I'm gonna do this song, and it's just a mix between this song and this song in DJ Hero. In Fuser, it's literally you have a catalog of music you put in your bin that you can take with you to the set. And each song has either a drum line, a drum tr- like each song has tracks that you can use that you can lay on the the turntables, which is like uh, the drums. Some of them have sample tracks, so like there's a song that uses a sample. You can just use a sample in that track and just reuse it. The guitar, bass, the vocals. Some songs don't even have like specific of those tracks, depending on what song it is. Like it's a pop song or whatever the case is. Uh, once you have you selected your 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 catalog of stuff yeah like your stuff that you're going to use for the set which by the way you can make your own sounds as well like i haven't unlocked the because i haven't gotten that far yet but you can just make a guitar riff if you need to or some keyboard a keyboard was another track on the after like with guitar and stuff 
you can play like some sort of melody and you can have that as a audio track you can bring in so it doesn't have to be it doesn't like specifically have to be from an a song like a pop song or anything you can just kind of make it it seems like i haven't used it but it looked that was the option but it was it was locked so once you're in I guess I'd, I'm gonna talk about the freestyle stuff because I've only played a little bit of the campaign stuff and that's kind of guided, which I, which was okay, but I don't know what the hell they want him to do there. The freestyle stuff is when I actually learned how to play myself by pressing buttons, doing shit. Once you're in freestyle, it, the track goes and you can start laying down a bass if you want or a drums from whatever song you're been. Start mixing and matching the tracks on top of each other. You can then queue up things, like like let's say you have. Four, you have four, four of those circles, like four of the tracks you can lay down. It doesn't have to be strictly one of each. So you can put down a drum, a guitar from one another, a vocal from another, and a vocal from a different song if you want. You can mute one track on there at, at one time. You can solo a track if you want to. So like let's say you have... Uh, if you know like a, a drop's coming or something from whatever tracks you have on there, you can hit a button to make sure only the vocals are playing and the rest are muted or vice versa. Like you mute the vocals, let the rest play. You can slot, you can, uh, you, I don't know if it's a tuning, Brian, you have to, I don't know the, the, the verbal vernacular, you know, like the language here. You can I either like match them to the, the chords, like G minor, A minor, all that stuff. I don't know what any of that does. Okay. <laughs> oh, like you, you're matching uh key signature. Yeah. And, and let you do that in real time. If you need to, you can have it, to you can literally slide bpm like how fast you want the track to go so you can slow down slow down songs or increase the speed it's all with each of the tracks on there you can have uh i think it's called a riser so you can queue up if you like let's say i have i'm doing like a like a reggae set right and i got freaking what, what did i have last time I'm like, I have that set up and I'm wanting to put in like a different song. You can queue it up and then have it so it automatically does like a rise to it. Like it'll speed it up if you want to do it automatically for people like myself who have no idea how to do that manually. And it'll boom, queue up the next things you have set. You can put the same vocal. You can queue up any sort of thing on there and it'll automatically do it if you want. But once you start doing it manually, it's it's much more satisfying. It, it shows you the bars that are on there that each of the tracks are, are matched up with. And let's say you have, like, if you want to swap a, or drop, that's what they call it, like drop a different bass, like a drum and bass track on something, like switch it from reggaeton or something to like a hip hop track or something, or drop Migo. I was dropping Migo, the, the stir fry song almost on everything, and that went with everything. I don't know what the hell's wrong with Migos. It went with everything I had on there. When I tell you, upset. It's any song. I'm not kidding. Yeah, and and that day I figured it out. Either way, you can hold it on top of a track, and the and to guide you, it'll tell you this will be like the most opportune time to drop this because it'll be on beat or there's a silence in the other track, so it doesn't sound like someone's mid sentence and then like or mid bar or mid rap, and then you drop it and it just cuts to it. It'll like all that stuff guides it, whether it's guitar, whether it's the the guitar, the, the yeah guitar, the the keyboard, whatever. The drums, like if you're trying to swap it from it, it'll let you know, hey, if you want, this will be the timing. So make sure to hit it on 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 or drop it at a specific time and you'll get a bonus or whatever for points if you're into that. It was a fantastic like three hours I played with it on stream. The catalog is of the ones that they came with was pretty diverse. They even had some like rock, old country, uh, Hispanic reggaeton on there, pop, hip hop. 
they had rock songs on there. Um, they had classic songs on there from like the '80s and stuff. So they have range in terms of decades and genres. They're adding and the DLC stuff that you can buy, just like Rock Band and Rock Band Two and Three and Four. They have bangers coming up, like new songs and stuff you can buy. They have options. My only fear is that this flops and you get nothing more after this. It has potential, but it needs the it needs you know and and just needs people to buy it and play. It. And the thing about it is, you don't need a hard you don't need hardware. Like before Rock Band, you like oh, you need to buy the guitar, you need to buy. The drums, this is all you can do with a controller, with mouse and keyboard, I th- think. No, I'm not going to say touchscreen. I, I think it's on DLC already. Yeah, they have, and it's every week. It's every Tuesday. And they keep adding pop songs, like hard, hip-hop stuff, classics. It's every every Tuesday. Fucking... Bobib Devo Poison's on here. Yes. Like, every, they just... Carlo's already on here. Just going through the, um, the, cat, like the catalog, I'm like, okay, you start trying to think of what else can you mix this with so you can bring with you in the next set if you need to, because you only have, like, a certain amount of songs you can bring with you. So if you try, you can make a bin, a custom bin, if you're like, oh, this is going to be my, my reggae bin or my hip-hop bin, or, like, my... If you're trying to fuse two different genres, you can make a bin for that. And then when it's time to do your set, you can just bring that with you. Uh, the only thing I didn't try yet is the co-op stuff because apparently you can do the freestyle stuff i did that was just sitting there making music but cooperatively i don't know what that entails i would like to see what that does i don't know next time you're here bro which is probably jujitsu kaisen so oh that's a line that's probably gonna be jack's or zack snyder's no what's his name zack snyder Snyder. okay i don't know why i thought that was wrong justice league it's march 18th if i'm not mistaken but yeah yeah it was I had a fantastic time with it. My my only like worry is how long it will last. Like I don't know how many people want to be or like everyone enjoyed playing rock band and stuff because it was like a physical thing. Because hey, you have a guitar, you're strumming, or the drums you're playing in a way you're playing drums. Same with the vocals, you have a mic, so you're you're like in it. Where here it's it's like doing a DJ stuff. So it's like your audience needs to be like about it, you know. I don't know if the if the skills you learn in Fuser translates well to real life DJing, where Rock Band and stuff kind of gets you a starting point. Like you know how to hold the guitar, you know how what the behavior is. The like going down on here is a higher note, and going here is lower. Key, I'm Brian. I, I think the only person that I know that played the guitar on Rock Band. I mean, I'm assuming it. That's something you can transfer over. Maybe that, that probably will transfer over the best. To be honest with you. Okay. There was a full. It was a full not keyboard. Full, but it was like a small size keyboard. I, again, I'm not a DJ, but this had some stuff that I don't. I still can't explain. Like the my the the key. What is it, Brian? The the key signatures. The signature? I don't know what the hell that is. The BPMs. I couldn't match it right. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So like, I just played around with it. Some stuff sounded fire for me for like 20 seconds, and I try to do something else. And I'm like, I just shit the bed on this fucking mix. So now it sounds terrible. So I try to bring it back, and I'm like, oh, we're back. Vibing. Does the crowd respond to how good or bad you do? Yeah, the crowd in the game kind of responds on how well you time everything. I don't think they have an idea of what slaps, if that makes sense. But as long as you like time, like if you if you drop it at the right point, and they're like, "Oh snap!" But like, why is he playing country over Migos beat? Like that, that they're not asking those questions. I think, and the and the AI is not doing that. Some of those DLCs, it's fire. They saved the slappers for the DLC. Yeah, like I, I can't wait to unlock all the songs and then start trying the DLCs later on. It's a fun way to just literally, 
I killed like two and a half, three hours just trying to it. And I'm like, oh damn, that time went quick. Because it's just you just vibing with music. So I'm looking was, for Chief Keep as I scroll through the DLC. Not yet. There's no Chief Keep yet. <laughs> I could tell you they that. Cause I, I saw it. Yeah, they do. All my friends are dead. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, I'm buying that. All my friends are dead. Uh... It sounds so dumb, but it just if my next song comes out in the gym, I'm like, I'm hyped. Let's go. Anyway, have you heard off topic? Have you heard the song that Post Malone covered by Hootie and the Blowfish for Pokemon? Yeah, I did. I thought it was pretty good. The good cover. The chorus is funny. Uh, what I mean is, yo. Yeah. <laughs> There's some songs where Post Malone has like, like the pronunciation is just, it makes me laugh other than, rather than like vibe with it. But, it, you know. It's entertaining. It's not like it's so bad. It's funny. It's just funner. Yeah, I agree. That's it for Fuser. Uh, if uh, there's a demo out, you can try. I think if you're just trying to see how the mechanics work, like the DJing stuff, and then the freestyle for me is where it shines because I'm just sitting there with a, my bin trying out different things, and you can just exit out, bring a different bin, and just try different things out. Um, there is like a social aspect of it where you can record like about a minute or something of your mix and share it with the mixer community, the mixer, the fuser uh, community, and then sometimes the developers will pick one. Like they have weekly themes. And you can submit your mix, and then they'll put it on blast if if they like it, which is pretty cool. What would be your DJ name? I don't know yet. Maybe DJ Dicky Dan. That's what you came up with. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think. What do you think? You don't like why, it? Why? Why that? I don't know. It's a lot of D's. People's d- names usually mean something. Oh. Mine, you, I, I, I'm bad at naming things. So, like, I, I just, I just put, like, when I'm, when it comes to character character customization, sorry, I just either, if there's already a pre-made one, cool, pick that, moving on. Name, what's the default one? Moving on. So you want to be DJ Default? Like it. There you go. DJ Default. That's fantastic. You know? Cause they, they're gonna be like, oh, why, why is his name DJ Default? But when they hear my slapping mix, they're gonna be like, yeah, I don't care what his name is, you know? I don't even think people use DJ whatever as their name anymore, right? No, they still do. It's rare. <laughs> yeah, like, it, wouldn't you consider, like, David Guetta, uh, DJ Zed the DJ, or, Dead right? Mouse. Dead Mouse. I don't think Rob. they use. But uh, that's they, their they, name. They, it, it's not like name DJ so and so. Their their name is Dead Mouse. Okay. But they're known as being DJs. No, I, I'm not saying. Saying. Yeah, I'm just saying by name. You said what's gonna be my DJ name? So yeah. then you said DJ D. So I mean, like if you start DJing and you go out into like, let's say you do like like a gig somewhere. Yeah, you're not gonna come out there. It's Anthony De La Rosa, are you? I guess I'm gonna come out as default. Both numbers. That makes me hip. It'll be D three. F four U L T. You feel me? Mama be uh. What? What are you laughing at me for? I'm gonna be Grandmaster Applesauce. You gonna be Applesauce? Grandmaster Applesauce. That's better than mine. I'm gonna be honest. I'm jealous. You could be a DJ or literally own your own dojo. But yeah, I mean, I, I recommend you guys go check out the demo to see if you like just vibing with whatever music you have available because I, I had a fantastic time with it. I don't know when I'm going to play it again, but it was really fun just to sit there and just experiment with music and 
I obviously it's not, I'm not gonna be a fucking music producer or anything or like a DJ, but it was fun to pretend, you know. Look, sometimes devs like and retweet your podcast because you hashtag them. Yeah, this was Fuser, and they watch this. The lack of Chief Keef. Lack of Chief Keef. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> oh man, that is true. There is lack of Chief Keef. You think like what would be on there? Because some of that stuff they can't. Right. This, they only have clean versions of all the songs. Yeah, for the most part. Like the 50 Cent in the clubs in there, I think that's cleaned up. The Migos song, I think it's cleaned up. I don't think there's a clean version of War. Definitely. Like, you imagine the clean version of War going on here? Holy crap. Yeah. Anything clean. It just isn't, it's not the best. Like, we we listen to, um, you know, hip hop R&B radio. Uh, here? Yeah, up here. And they'll, they'll play stuff like, um, I'm trying to give uh, "Party Up" by DMX. Uh-huh. There's like sections of the song that are just, you know, the, he'll be like going, <laughs> and then he'll start going again. And there's there's other songs there that are even worse. Like I I can't think of the name of the one song, but there was oh, one where it's literally it. like she says the first part of the line, and then it's like four or five seconds of just emptiness, and then it comes into her finishing another line. It's probably and, like, Megan The Stallion. It has to be Megan the Stallion or Cardi B or something. No, it's um Cisco. All right. But the the line is I'm not gay, but I'll let a be I'll let a bitch eat me out. Is it Saweetie? Um, Kirk Franklin. There it is. Uh <laughs> eating then leave. Beat me then leave. Beat the the artist is Beat King and the song oh. name is called Then Leave. Oh, but, I don't think I've ever heard of Beat King. But the the first the first couple lines are like Club God say, throw that ass, poke it out. I ain't gay, but I'll let a bitch eat me out. Yeah, bad bitch and my bitches too. Take all these n word money. Uh, what we fin to do, fins to do. That whole that spot right there is literally like you get like Club God say, I ain't gay, then leave, then leave, and that's it. Like, <laughs> the neck movement sold me. You're yeah. ready, but it it's like I mean, you can make anything, you know, safe. I guess so. That's true. Heard, even if you censor Chief Keef, you still hear the word. Oh, in your head, it just uh, it somehow descended to you? All right. I know years ago, they used the artists used to make two different versions. They used to make the the album version. They used to make a version for the radio where they actually did replace the words with certain words. Yeah. They still do that. The song Driver's License by Olivia, whatever she she had. There's a the regular version. She says the F word in it. And in the clean version, she replaces it. The letter. It's not just a, a gap. So she cleans it up. Which I actually I respect. I mean you can you can you can still rhyme clean, but obviously the raw one is your raw emotion, so that makes sense. I hated Lollipop by Lil Wayne instead of saying call me so I can make it juicy for you. The clean one said call me so I can make it lolly for you. The fuck? I, I think my um I think my favorite edit is uh I think it's area codes by uh, Ludacris. Ludacris. 
because uh, it instead of it saying he's got hoes in different area codes, they, he's got pros in different area codes. That's what and it was, yeah. Exactly. Like, there's songs that I've heard where they've, like, edited it, where they, like, they have the original song, and then they go back, and they just add in the edited stuff, like, over top of it, and it's clear that they were, like, they made the song, and then, you know, months, weeks, whatever, down the road, where they were, like, no, we need to have a radio version of this, and so they just threw something together of him saying something else. It's different. The, the, the lyrics and feel are different, you know, and you're just like, this is it, garbage. Now. Yeah. Like, what you, just, just re-record the song with the other stuff. Like, what is this? Yeah. Or at least like, try and match the pitch and the vocalization and everything like that. So it's like, dirty. And then continue to keep going. It's like a, ro- a robot voice on top of it. You know, it's just ridiculous. Oh my god! All right, well, that's it for there all the time, and it's like it's nice because again, Shannon and I were talking about this because you actually like you can still get to enjoy the song without being like you know, and I got yeah, I codes, and yeah. it's like I completely agree. <laughs> I don't like I the. I don't like, yeah, I don't like the, the cut into silence. I'm like, yo, don't put it on the radio then, bro. Like, let them make a radio edit, and then we'll put it on, you know? I don't know if it's still the case, but in Europe, they don't censor the radio, which is what we should do here. And if you get mad that Timmy heard someone talking about busting that ass open, why'd you leave the radio station? Bro? Those are facts. Those are hard facts right there. I'm so tired of, of having things censored or things limited or whatever because parents are too afraid to just be like, no, like, you know, it's they're not even afraid. Hear- it said they're too lazy to fucking enforce law, like their own rules, enforce rules, bro. The other thing, too, is that, like, they're so down with these words being on the radio, but <laughs> freely give them access to YouTube. <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. Here you go. Like Here like is visuals this. of an ass now on top of the word. Like, you can give an iPad to a kid, and then they might accidentally put, oh, I wonder what the taste of banana is. Tiger taste music video comes on. Go watch that video and tell me what kind of taste that kid's going to (laughs) watch. I I do have a funny story about, like, kids hearing things and not having context and whatever. So my neighbor, her oldest daughter, is 15, or Mm -hmm. about to turn 15. She was in the car with uh, her and her, or with her daughter and her friend, or the daughter's friend. And at at 420, the daughter goes, hey, you know, hey, Brian, it's 420. <laughs> uh-huh. we, we were like mentioning this, uh, this stuff when we were over there the other week for dinner. And we were like, do you even know what that means? She's like, it's just a big, it's just a famous number on the Internet. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> you really just don't have any clue as to what it means. She's like no i just know that it's used a lot on the internet and i was like okay <laughs> all right oh honey is that how you made your mother reference no we were there i don't know if you were all right so that's fuser i can give it a shot it's a demo i mean i loved it i had a great time with it i don't know if it's not gonna be game of the year it's not year. not of the year the whole sentence you said of the year of the year yeah let me move on to uh a new movie that came out this year called The Little Things, starring Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, Jerry Leto. Oh, I want huh? to watch this. This isn't about you. You got me. No, hold on. 
He got it. He got me. Oh, got it. Okay, we're good now. Yeah. Whoosh. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it's the micro things for me. Thank you. Um, where was I at? Starring Denzel, uh, Rami Malek, Jared Leto. Uh, missing a big one. Yep, missing a big one, and I'm gonna feel like shit. Anyway. The guy from The Deuce. The guy from The Deuce, thank you. He's in it. And there's some other ones you know as well. Like once you see him or hear them, like there's some voices you're like, oh, I've probably seen this person before. Anywho, it's a story where Denzel Washington is a a deputy somewhere lower on the south side of California. Um does this run in the mill jobs and gets called in to do to go get evidence nor in somewhere in North Carolina or Carolina, North California somewhere. When he gets there, Randy Malik's character is in the middle of a case that sounds similar to a case he's done in his past life. And it's like, oh, whoa, he's had a case in his past life? He used to be a detective. Imagine me turning off my computer because my pen flipped on my keyboard. That'd be hilarious. Uh, I guess I don't want to spoil anything else. He goes up there just for like a quick pickup of a of evidence, which turns into him bless you, Brian, uh, of him helping Rami Malek solve a case in some way. And then as they're trying to solve that case together, because he used to be a detective, and Rami Malek's kind of like the up-and-coming good detective that he is, uh, you start finding out stuff about Denzel's past, while same with Rami Malek's past. Uh, They're brothers? No. (laughs) They're brothers? No. And then also, you get to meet Jared Jared Leto's character later on. Uh, but it's mostly like a true crime mystery trying to find out who the killer is kind of thing um, this is a movie about characters primarily with the case kind of as secondary but you still kind of want to know what the hell happened fantastic performances by everyone Rami, Denzel, Jared Leto, all completely in there. There's. I'm waiting for a but. But. For me. The but is just. The ending. The ending will be controversial. And not in like a, ooh, that's too spicy for TV. It's just like, you'll either hate it or love it. Will the underdogs be on top? Yes. Is, it, is this like a hate or love it like the Dragon Ball Super ending, or is this a like you agree with it or you're, going, or you're like? Oh no, for me, I'm torn. I love the way they ended it, but then I'm like, I can also see why you would fucking hate it because <laughs> I, well, I just want to spoil it. But it's a great and it's a way. It's one of those endings where you're like, okay, there's something to talk about after this, you know? Because there's like there's thematic things. There's it's a it, there's things to talk about uh, things to talk about about the human. The human about humankind about certain types of people in this world about second chances about like it's there's a lot that's going on here that's kind of subtle that goes through story uh it's about the life of detectives if that makes sense i thought it was fantastic great uh, the performances alone if you just want to see some great acting there's a scene where all all three rami that De- uh, denzel and jared leto in the same room and it's just great it's it's just literally acting to the it's there's tension there there's you're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on what happened right 
game of the year. It's not game of the year, dude. It's it's a really it's a really good film, but I, it's not. It's a very entertaining film. Like I can't walk out of here and be like, yeah, it's going to win an Academy Award. It's just if you like true crime stuff, mysteries, it does a great job of keeping you like, yo, what, who, how you're following along to figure, trying to figure it out as well. You know, what's the audio design like? Is it amazing? No, it's fine. Just not oriented. No. All of it is dialogue for the most part. There is some suspenseful music in the back end, and some in some scenes, but all of it's dialogue, and you can clear and you can tell what they're saying. Like it's it's nice mixed well. You can hear what's happening. So it's not um. It's not like a running like a, a like a buddy cop thing where they're like running around shooting around L.A. or something. You know. What's that guy's name. So it's more of a serious movie. Yeah. You talking about Christopher Nolan, Brian? Yeah, it's not, it's not like it's not. No, this is that I think it's mixed well. You can hear the dialogue well. Dialogue is written really well. They have quick, quick like the chemistry is there. Uh, Denzel obviously doing his thing. He has got the great delivery with quick one liners. Same with uh, Rami has some good ones as well. Jared Leto. It, there's some scenes where Leto is literally taking over the entire scene, and he's doing a great job at it. So I mean, like it's. Is it Denzel being himself with gray hair, or is it him being someone else? What do you mean being himself, but with gray hair? Doesn't he have gray hair in this movie? Yeah, but I. But what do you? So it, is it just like you know Will Smith is Will Smith with insert gimmick in every movie? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, it's Denzel, and sort of like his mannerisms are like it's Denzel's mannerism. He's just big, but he's like in this movie, he's a little old, like he's older, so he's like I guess they had him gain more weight or something, so he's like a little bigger. He's like a retired detective. So sounds like um, was that? movie where he was uh, uh what is it where he's like a bodyguard for the little girl um, man on fire man on fire yeah i love that i was like he's got similar mannerisms to that because he was he wasn't like older but he didn't he wasn't spring out. like he wasn't spring yeah. chicken like it's sort of like that but a little step further like he's a deputy like he knows what he's talking he's he's got experience so he's like he's like a like a veteran detective but it's like he's not he's not hopping over fences you know what i'm saying so Jamie goes. So it's Denzel being Denzel. <laughs> okay. Hey, that's fine. That that's what that means. I'd sure. He also said he'll buddy cop you if you want. Oh, wait, I don't. Wait, I don't know wait. what what move that is in the bedroom, but you don't need to know. No. If he didn't invite you, then you don't know. Okay. I, mean, I know. I, I don't need to know. I mean, I okay. got my own moves. So okay. Well, yeah, I don't. But you don't got buddy cop apparently. <laughs> okay. Apparently not. Okay. Shit. Gotcha, bitch. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, I recommend it. it. Especially if you like the true crime stuff, uh, had a great time with it. Again, the ending you 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 might come out and be like, okay, that wasn't satisfying, but then if not, you can still kind of get the message because Denzel tries to give. Then it's like one of those Denzel tried to deliver a specific theme message here to Rami, seeing how in his position he just started as like not just started, but he's like the up and coming detective. Does he go winners don't use drugs? No, no, he's not. I mean, he's a religious person, but oh, oh, I, I recommend it. And yeah, now, I right now, it looks like Randall's trying to special beam cannon. So, <laughs> Adam is not able to. For I think it's his internet, uh, but he is not able to keep the stream live, so he won't get to sit here and judge you while you Oof. do this. So I'll have to like. Just go back and get the VOD and okay. send it to him. Just tell him to pull up the stream and go into audio only option. 
That's true. There's an, there's an audio only option. The shit on the phone there is at least. I don't think there is on Twitch. If he has the app, he should be able to go on. I know on, on the on the Twitch app on the phone, there's definitely an audio only. I don't know about the web the web page. Mm-hmm. So if he just wants to hear me talk about it, that would be great too. But either way, well, you set that up, I guess. What's up, dude? Avatar: Last Airbender, season one. Book one, not season one. Book one. Well, Water. One, so. You know how many times I have to hear fucking the intro? Water. Er, I'm like, all right, <laughs> click, next, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, the first three. Go ahead. The the intro, like, <laughs> you're like, the, what is it? The first part is like, you know, and then the Fire Nation attack. You're like, okay, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it the first, like, two times, and then I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Every time I hear water i'm like quick i skip like 30 <laughs> seconds until like i think it's to the point where he like runs into he like on the air ball and he runs into like a stone thing and i'm like okay that's fine i believe ang will be the one to save us <laughs> and the thing comes up anywho book one um i mean it's been uphill ever since like the first two episodes like i've told you guys i talked about the first two episodes here i think a few weeks ago they introduced us to ang uh Sokka, uh katara and then they were on they had the goal was yo i gotta what happened brian is your favorite character the cabbage guy <laughs> the cabbage guy have you i i'm pretty sure you, you run in you literally run into him at least once in the first season the cabbage guy damn probably not if i don't remember him has a bunch of cabbages and somehow they just ran into it and ruined his cabbage little hut thing Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, when they're on the uh, on the run from Fire Nation or the print. I think. Yeah. My then yeah, I've probably seen him. I thought you, I thought you said it like as if he had like a prominent part in an episode. Yeah. <laughs> that dude in season one has better luck at finding the Avatar than Zuko does. <laughs> you have. You're not kidding. <laughs> that man is has been scouring. Okay, let me let me start here. So yeah, you introduced to the, to the 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 villain, which is the villain, which is uh, Prince Zuku and Zoku Zuku. How you pronounce the last Zuko? I'm bad with names. I'm sorry. So if I butcher it, you can judge me for that. I'm sorry. Uh, and his uncle, Iroh. Iroh, thank you. I'm bad. I'm you again. Will I can't... that name. That one. I promise you, you will remember that name. Yeah, that's disrespectful if you don't remember his name. It's, the, it's just that I'm too hype right now. That's why I can't remember anybody's name because everyone is fucking worth watching to and attachable. Yep. <laughs> Let me start with the world building. They did a great job already. You start off, the guy, the kid has missed... What are you doing, Brian? Bending. Okay. <laughs> just sort it out, Brian. Just wait. Okay? <laughs> fucking distracting me. Obviously, the kid has missed 100 years. He was supposed to be the Avatar, but then he had that ice thing happened to him in the middle of the storm lost 100 years fire nation takes over or took, takes the opportunity to start taking over everything the two kids find him he protects them now the, the journey begins to for him to become the avatar proper by learning water earth and then fire last i think that's the order they're supposed to do it according to legend or i think it's legend or i think that's what he was assigned i don't remember i, I think it's based on what i think it's based on which avatar it is like the rotation, right? So if there was yeah, a water one, he would need to learn earth, uh, fire, and then air last. I think so. Gotcha. 
Because there's like a rotation. Like after this, the next one's going to be water. The next yeah. avatar, sorry, it's going to be water. Yeah. Cool. So based on that rotation. Um, what I liked a lot about the most of the episodes, I was, I was scared there's going to be some filler episodes where like it just doesn't fucking mean anything. Uh, that's not the case. When there is some filler episodes, there's still plot moving along forward. Whether it's from whether it's from Aang and the crew or it's Prince uh, Zuko, because he has darks pushing forward as well. We can find out who the Blue Spirit is, which is spoilers. Prince Zuko, uh, yo Zuko can throw hands. Yeah, that fucker can throw. Like when it first came up and he and he went up against the um the the South Village tribe, I'm like, oh, he looks kind of like a pansy. Like he's probably like an entitled kid. No, he can throw hands. Because he gets yeah. captured, and then he ha- he fights that that captain that's like, oh, you're not going anywhere. He's like, bet. And then they fought each other, and he's like, you got bodied. And he tried to do, <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're right. And then he leaves. And I'm like, oh, he can throw hands. And then when he became when he came in to save Aang with the the mask, and he went uh, in there fucking solid snake, and with the sword, I'm like, new main, <laughs> hello. Um, but back to the characters. I'm liking everyone's arc. They're slowly progressing. I feel for the fucking kid and uh, and the uncle they're at this point they're banished because yeah what they did so now they're on the run was iroh actually banished i think he's just following zuko to help him no he they there's a scene where they get out they get out running away from the hut and they get to the island like i think we're safe here and zuko cuts his hair and hands it to oh yes to iroh and he also cuts it i'm like gang right there that uncle is literally live the amount of small moments with Zuko and, and the uncle where like there's tears about to come out. I'm like, yo, that's they, he he treats him like a son because his father is a piece of hot trash that literally gave him a fucking fire mark because Funny he decided. You. Yeah, <laughs> he decided to fucking speak up because he cares about his fucking nation. Anywho, that's again beside the point. Obviously, you see who the main is here. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's still Sokka. Uh, Sokka's as well because he's like the odd one out. Everyone's fucking bending around him, and he's like, "I'm just a warrior, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can." Go boomerang! Yeah, like there's an episode where he loses the boomerang, and when he got it back, I'm like, "You got it back!" <laughs> boomerang always comes back. Okay, that, that's the line he said. He's like, "They do always come back," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes." The, the voice actor for uh, uh, Sokka, his, his delivery again. I, I think I mentioned the last time I mentioned the show is just on point. I, yep. jokes that I'm like that's kind of corny um, he still makes me laugh with it yes you're corny I mean yeah like, um, he he is so unfunny and it's hilarious yes I think that's it I think it loops around where I'm like I gotta laugh at this idiot <laughs> so that he has so many great scenes is uh yeah so you you got to the episode hey guys I, I think that's the avatar over there <laughs> That got that group of people are are on cloud twelve the entire episode. The nomad. No, the nomad. Oh, like, no, I'm talking about the um when they go visit Ki- the Kyoshi Island, and the they're like there, and they're like Saka, why is your forehead red? And then they they pan over to his over his shoulder, and they're like, I think that guy's the Avatar, and he just goes, Yeah, that's the nomad. Oh, is it the Nomads one? Yeah, it's the hippies with the with the with the guitar, the yes. love or whatever. Yeah, that's the the cave of love thing where they had to turn off the yes. fire to see the pathway. Yeah, that's that's them. 
And he's like, I think that's the Avatar. That guy is hilarious. What else? I don't know. I thought that was a... And then the last two episodes were like a... I guess a two-parter. It's like it's called The Siege of the North. I thought it was a fantastic way to end it. It was like a like a lot. It was it was like it, I mean, it wasn't like a again. It's not a, as mature as a Game of Thrones, but that was like a Game of Thrones ending, where it's like a big battle when we're done with the season. You know, like either battle shout the bastards the or shout out to the moon. <laughs> Which yo, I that I'm like yo, he got his girl. Like he's he found out and he's this is her. And then bam, she's a moon. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, what you guys? When you guys said he got W's, I'm like, this is it. This is what they were talking about. From here on out, this man's got it. Moon. When does he win? He has the other girl from Kyoshi Island as well, but yeah. he wasn't. Then they go back to Kyoshi Island. I think this is season two. I think I might be. I might be. Uh, yeah. Past that. Yeah. Some, the, um, the ending of season one is the Siege uh, of the North. Yeah, that literally is the fight. And that's the end. And then okay, so we'll talk about that. Yeah, okay, sorry. We'll go, cause I, already, I kept going. I saw the ending, and I'm like, I gotta keep going. <laughs> so, I mean, that's in season two stuff, so I won't talk about that. What else? A Kiyoshi, the first time they went there, was dope. Learning about the other... Like, learning past about the past uh, avatars was fantastic. Uh, when they first went to the air, the first air tower, I guess it's still, it's still my gripe, but it's not a huge gripe. It's like the, the sad moments could be even... It could be stronger. It could be, it can literally make me cry if they had it, but it's a Nickelodeon thing. So it's like they get they get to that brink and then they're like we got to make it back to its kids, you know? It gets there's tough yeah. parts like especially with the, like the Zuko and uh, the uncle. There's parts where it happens too quickly. It's like um what was one beforehand? I think it was the one who said he was like you're like my son. They had a conversation on the way out of something. Mm-hmm. And he was like I know uncle. I know like he they just dismiss it's, it's, a lot of stuff is like this it feels like it's dismissed i was like okay they're having a good moment here but then i realized it's like a 20 minute episode they need they have a lot of shit to go through so i get it but so one thing i will say is that they like pay attention to those moments yeah because they build on those okay like, i, I mean just, they have been it, it's I, and like yeah you should have noticed already that they they're like building on a lot of like little things but a lot of it is like the character's current mindset and everything yeah. you know where it's not like it's not where like like it's not something they value it's not something that that is helpful to them currently you know yeah and then they will you know later realize what is going on and like you know with character progression and it's just awesome to see how they build on every little moment because then you like you watch the series and you're like okay i want to go back and watch this again and like find all those little things that they you know talked about like later or whatever I think this is season two again because I'm already like six episodes into season two. The oh, sister, you're six episodes in. The sister, his sister, is that season two? His sister, yeah. Uh, uh, Zula. Zula, Zula, yeah. Fuck. Uh, Zula is on episode eight. Eight. Oh, how fucking far am I? I don't even. <laughs> I don't remember her. Um. Oh no, episode three is you also. You also see uh, Azul okay. as well. There's a moment there where she... Tr- okay, I can't. That's season two. I'll talk about season two later then. Because season two is already fire. So, no pun intended. Actually, no, that's Earth. So, never mind. Uh, and shout out to... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Katara? By, by the Siege of the North? She's doing moves. I'm like, where was this the last 17 episodes? Did, did What did you think of her fight with... Uh, with the waterbending master? Like, her, yes. her, her, uh, her grandpa. I'm like... 
So you haven't taught her anything, and she's doing these moves? Where was that in the last 10 episodes? Did and you, I, I don't know if it's season one. Did you have an episode involving an old lady in the woods? An old lady in the woods. No, that's... Uh, that's... An old man in the woods? Like when... <laughs> no. The one that he's talking about, I think, is season three. Oh, I think yeah, it's season brother. three. Okay, Brian, so sort it the fuck out right now, Brian. Yeah, I don't want spoilers. That's season three. Now I know there's a woman in the in the woods, so thank you for that, you know? No fault. Anyway. Um, yeah, so again, the introduction to all the characters, I, that's what I'm assuming book one is mostly for. I enjoyed most, I just thought everyone that came on the screen. What do um, you think of King Boomy? He's fantastic. He's a crazy old man. <laughs> But at, and he, I already seen him again in season two. I, I keep talking about season two. So anyway, season one, a great introduction to it. I loved. I was it, I was hooked by like the first two or three episodes. So I kept going, kept going, kept going. Season one ended with the siege, and I thought that was a fantastic way to bookmark that because they get the they get the scrolls, they fend off the Fire Nation. The Water Tribe is even the southern. I think he says he sends. He I think he, the Water Bending Master goes now to south to the south one where they came from so they can rebuild. I think that's what he said. Yeah, I think they because there was a there's a huge tear between the north and the south. And then after Katara and them came and you know had her fight with I forget his name, but then realizes that the necklace that she was wearing was uh her grandmother's. Right, which he was supposed to be betrothed to. And then uh you know, she kind of moves them with the way that she does things and they start to try and make amends with the South uh, because of everything. Oh, my one and only gripe, and that's because I'm sick of the Friends shit. Friends did this, okay. How May Your Mother did this, Ang and Katara, get it the fuck over with, alright? We know this is where it's gonna end. That's the point of this fucking push-pull bullshit, get it over with. I'm sick of looking at it, alright? <laughs> fucking kiss, get it over with. You're together. <clears throat> so I, that way there's more airtime for Sokka to get his. Okay, thank you. All right? Because that man has, has come this close. No pun intended. Okay? So, so, you were talking about, like, where she, where was all this stuff when she was, um, when she was, you know, like, 17 episodes ago? ago? Like, you saw the episode where she stole the waterbending scroll, right? No, she's been getting better, but then it was like, after she got the scroll, she, they showed her, like, training with, with Aang and stuff like that. Right. But when they came to, there's fights in between. Yeah. By the time of that point. But she wasn't doing them clever ass tricks. But you also have to think about her surroundings. Oh, that's true. She wasn't in the Oh, you're right. I guess so. Waterbender requires water. Yeah. When you're literally surrounded by nothing but water, it kind of makes a difference in how powerful you actually Those are. Those are facts. And they told it's us about like, the um they told us about like if it's nighttime they get more power and if it's sunrise right. the, the fire elements get stronger. I I that's so true. Right. That's true. Yeah, they, they get they draw power from the moon and and that kind of stuff. Uh, because it, the I think in the last two episodes they talk about how yes. the waterbending came to be, the pushing and the pulling of the waves and the moon and that yeah. kind of stuff. And then yeah, I think they talk about it in early episodes about how um, the Fire Nation gets strength from the sun. And mm -hmm. then I think they've mentioned Sozin's comet coming. I think no, I don't think they've mentioned the comet coming yet. Oh well, I mean it. They it'll come up soon and then. Or maybe um, I just didn't. I, I'm, I'm overlooking it. Over. Yeah. I don't honestly remember when they mentioned it, but um, you know they they talk about a lot of that stuff in the first season, and then they just kind of expand on it as it goes further. 
but it does give you it does give you kind of an insight into how you know how strong a person can be uh depending on their element and you know seasons and what time it is and that kind of stuff gotcha Oh man, this is my favorite arc so far. It's got to be, it's got to be Zuko and, and the and the and the uncle, man. Like they, it started off as oh they're just the bad guys. No, they actually have history there. Like he has history with his dad, while the uncle is obviously he knows his dad, his dad very well because it's his brother, obviously. And like from hey you've been banished to oh there's a chance I can get back in to oh now you're like legit banished here of wanted people, and now that the only have is each other. And then again, spoilers for season two, because season two just keeps getting better and better. Now Zuko leaves his uncle. He's like, we got to try to do this on our own because we don't need each other anymore. And I'm like, don't you fucking say that. Look how far you've come together. Did, did season one, I'm pretty sure it's season one. The, I think it's the during the siege. That's when Zuko and Zuko challenges Katara again. Yeah. It's like, he's like, are you ready for a meme rematch? And he, she's like, it's not going to really be a rematch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then she's just like, <laughs> it was a good fight. Like it, it was like, yo, it's protect Ang at all costs. And like he came like this close, and she just hit him with some fucking water kamehameha, keeping him at bay. The zoning was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah she was yeah. definitely. Like... I think her words were, "It's not going to be much of a fight." Yeah, <laughs> just destroys him. And he, again, like it's from Brian. What are you doing? I'm bending. Just stop. I'm in the middle of a show. You're intimidating yeah. him. You yeah. Calm down. Oh. Yeah. Like I'm, I, oh. But yeah, I, I def, I'm, I'm gravitating towards Sokka and the, the Fire Nation dudes. Like, or ex Fire Nation dude. Those are my, my people. That's what I'm, I'm most interested in. And I, and I also. How far the season two you are. <laughs> oh, let me kill some time for me real quick. Yo, so one time. <laughs> I was bending, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm really excited for you to finish the series because, like, I there's so much that's just absolutely amazing about it. I'm like, on. Absolutely. Go ahead. I'm. I absolutely love this show. Like, there's so much character development, so much emotion, so much growth. It, it's just amazing. Uh, episode six: The Blind Bandit. I need you to watch this episode. <laughs> like right now. Yeah. Yes. yeah I've, I've seen five episodes i'm on the sixth like the greatest episode ever shut the fuck up so season one yeah book one i'm getting through it what do you mean yeah book one i, I think it's a great intro for it i can't wait to see what else we see i like that it's like a um each episode you get to see another town, another custom that they like they go through. Like your each episode is even though there is like the main arc of we're looking for like a, a master to teach us, which which the first book was obviously the water one. You still go to different towns, they have different customs, they have different views on what the avatar does. Like some people still believe in the avatar. Some people are like, Yeah, whatever, you're wait, you're a hundred years too late. Like we're fucking doomed. Fire Nation's been taking over everything. Some some of the places are desolate because he's been so because he hasn't been there, so Fire Nation's taken over, or it's just run-down cities, or they're running through the jungle, and it's filled with Fire Nation, so they're just getting ambushed everywhere. Like, the 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 geography and like stuff, like, it makes sense. Like, it takes some days to get from one place to another. Obviously, you don't see it, but it's been, like, they, they make a note of it. It also helps to, it, 
understanding that also helps with a little bit about how more powerful she goes from being in the first episode to yeah. the last episode of season one. Yeah. I mean, you got to think like how much she learned teaching Aang as well as him teaching her. Yeah. You know, and then um, the scrolls that she got and then the, the final scrolls, teachings too. Yeah. Them practicing and then her fight with the, the master bender from the north. Uh, you know, how like her training with him. Like, I'm sure that that wasn't, you know, I'm sure that they were there for a while. Oh, yeah. I'm the, the, um, I wasn't saying it happened overnight. I'm just like, yo, what if this is what she at now? I got what's gonna happen, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> she's already getting feisty with it. So, she's actually a saying. Oh, and also, I guess I'll figure it out later. I was gonna say because the, the master gave her a spe- special water, so I don't know if that come in, does that come into play later on. The, or no the water from the um the koi pond i think okay. so that's what he said because before he left he's like here's some water from the something don't lose it and i'm like oh is that gonna be like a quest item for later or like yeah he explains that like because you you find out that she's a healer in the yeah. episode where they find the guy in the um the firebender in the uh in the forest and he burns katara and she heals herself by with water yeah uh the water I think they explained this in the um in that episode where the water has significant healing properties. Powers. Yeah, like healing properties and things compared okay. to like normal stuff because it's like infused with, you know, something. I don't remember exactly what it was. Gotcha. Minnetonka. No. Okay. I think cool. Tim bathed in it once. Tim bathed in it. Okay. <laughs> I just made him confirm it. I don't I'm loving it. Uh, the action I thought was pretty cool too. Like there's some fast paced action again with the like like Prince Zuko, Zuko. Jesus, Anthony. With it's his, not Zoku, it's Zuko. What sounds more Italian? And that I hope. Oh, Zuko. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, I got it. I've, everyone that throws down throws down. I've seen the, the the uncle throw down like four times now, and you don't just you don't fuck with him. Period. Even Zuko definitely learned. He either taught him well or something because Zuko can throw hands. I am getting frustrated with Aang. Everyone's get, learning their martial arts. This fucker just keeps bringing out the circle shit and zip by people. Learns the martial arts. Okay? Everyone's doing cool kicks, roundhouse kicks, jumping back, flipping, and he's just like flying around. Like, you know? It's also kind of the style of the airbenders. I know. Yeah. I like, get it. I mean, they're. I, I get it. I'm just being. I'm just hating on the Airbenders. Okay, do some flashy Ooh, fire man. kicks. You know what I'm saying? You know water now. He knows water. He can throw water. There's also no one around to teach him more advanced Airbenders. That's true. Friends. That's true. That's true. Like, you know, Zuko is a prince. He literally grew up with the best teachers in the world and learned yeah. to fight and that kind. Of, and then you know, I, Iro. Yeah. I don't need to say anything else of that. Nope. Uh, you know, and then that Sokka, fucker has redirected lightning like three times already. Okay, who does that? You've seen lightning. Well, I mean, yeah, it's part. I would imagine when I the sister. I just told you what episode the sister comes in. She's like exclusively does lightning at this point. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, and then uh, you know, Sokka. Sokka had to learn to fight because he didn't have anything else. Yeah, he doesn't bend to fight because she's got a water bender. Yeah, you know, master now. Um, but yeah, I, I like. I feel like he downplays a lot of the other elements in the first book like obviously he's only learning water but yeah he really downplays his use of it in the first book 
He's very evasive. Is what my my thing is. Yeah. When when even Sokka, when he has no air, but he's out there swinging at shit, you know. Yeah. And then like when well, now Katara's out here literally hitting you with Mortal Kombat combos, and I'm like, <laughs> let's get it. Sub Zero's got nothing on her. Yeah, facts. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, again, I'm digging it. Again, I'm I'm really attached to Zaka and the Zuko storyline right now. So hopefully that pans out. Names now he says Zaka. I'm sorry, Sokka and Zuko. I, again, you it's hard for me to go ahead. You recognize Zuko's voice? You know who that is? Though you asked me that before, I think we looked it up. I completely forgot. I don't. Dante uh, Basco. He plays uh, Rufio and Hook. Ah, okay. You told me. Yeah, they told me. That. I don't. I don't. It doesn't. I didn't. I only saw Hook like twice. So I'm trying to think of what else he plays in that you would probably know. Um, Blood and Bone. Nope. Which is the martial? Well, Randall might know that one more than more than me. Yeah. Well, Michael J. White. Yeah. Uh. Water. Yeah, I don't really see anything else in here that you would be like. I would know him from. Oh yeah, you know I know. But I'm, I mean, I'm okay with this voice actor. Like the voice acting, I'm I'm completely okay with. Like all of everyone's hitting their notes, like hitting the notes fine. Like the dialogue's there. The, even if it's be, like a like a like a quick quip or something between the two characters, they're all delivering quick, funny. You know, I'm all about it. Yeah, I don't cool. see anything else that he that you would be like. You know, oh yeah. So, apparently, yeah. I I didn't realize this. He apparently played Jake Long in, in Jake Long American Dragon. Oh, I never seen that. Yeah, it was it was an okay show. It okay, like oh my god, this is amazing, but it wasn't terrible either. It's not Avatar. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah I don't I, I don't see anything. I I think I said it last time I mentioned this show. I get it. I get it now. Why everyone fucking <laughs> hates that movie. Okay, like I understand now. Oh yeah, I understand. Just the names alone should yeah. drive you up the wall. The first episode. The people who made that movie didn't see the first episode of the show. Um, I don't. I don't have anything else. I highly recommend this. The first season was was great. Uh, I got into season two. It just keeps getting better. There's there's re. Uh, I'm not gonna re- review season two yet because I'm not done with it. I'm obviously on the best episode yet, so we'll see what happens. We'll see. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just seeing what I'm I'm along for the ride, man. I want to see how the war turns out. There is some politics stuff, like uh, the captain was like gaining more and more ranks. He took over some guys' army and stuff. Took the the archers until he just ended up dying. I, did he end up dying? Or he just get defeated at the end. Like, it didn't really show. He just fell in the water. The I captain. Yeah, I don't remember him dying, but they they do a. I think they do it. You saw, you know who Jet is, right? Yeah, that's the guy that was like Jet. that wanted to flood that city, right? Yeah, I think, I think uh, it happens in season one. There's a lot of things that that happen that you like, you kind of know what happens, but they don't uh-huh. actually show it. We you're it. like, yeah, that, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> um, he's gone. But I don't, I don't remember the captain dying. Okay, because they, they defeated him, but he went into the water, and I think I think that's why he went into the water, and they just we just didn't hear from him. And I haven't yet in season two, so I don't know what happened. Yeah. Now uh, the sister's in command, and she recruited a circus girl and 
Um, oh, those are her friends, well, Tylee and uh, May. I think her name is. May, yeah. And when, yeah, so far, it's, I mean, she's over here just a zoner, and the other one's a fucking flip, flip artist, you know? Yeah, with the four palms up. I'm like, oh shit. Hitting him with the pressure you basically points. Basically, have Hinata in the group. Yeah. Yeah, Neji and fucking. Tank. Uh, or Tong? What's her name? The one that throws projectiles a bunch in ten, Naruto? 1010. Ten. Ten, ten, yeah. Tong? The hell am I talking about? Anywho. Yeah, that's Avatar Last Airbender. Book one. Water. Water. <laughs> Every fucking episode. But yeah, I'm I'm loving it so far. So I mean, I guess I'm season. I'm in five episodes into season two, so I might have a review for book two next week. But we'll see because there's the end. The end of one division is this Friday, so I'm definitely gonna be talking about this. Um, yeah, one division ends on Friday. Long as each episode. It's thirty minutes minus the last two episodes are forty five minutes. Are they really that long? Twenty to thirty minutes. Sorry, it's like 25, 24, something like that. How thirty many minutes. Episodes are there? This is going to be episode nine, I think. And it's confirmed the last episode. I mean, yeah, Randall, would you like to fact check me on that? This Friday is the finale, right? Oh, you're talking about Wonder Woman. Vision. I thought you were talking about Avatar. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I said next week I might, depending on how fast I watch these episodes, I can have the review for book two, Earth, next week. But then gotcha. I will, we'll see if I'll put it in next week because I have WandaVision to watch. On Friday, and that's the finale, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes. And I have choice words, so. Oh, you don't I like it? Binge it. We'll, we'll have choice words. I might binge it. Right? I might binge it. You, you, you can get through it in the in like a weekend, because it's like 20, 30 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And then the last two have like been like 40, 45 minutes. I binge it. Okay. Game of the Year, by the way, season one, Avatar. I like it a lot. I mean, again, I it what I'm what I'm happy about is like you know how people like overhype something and then you end up watching you're like, eh. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm it's not overhyped for me. I'm enjoying it. I like the characters. I like the world building. I like the abilities. Like I like the I'm again. It's not like the martial arts is there. It's not it's not bad, but it's not like oh my god, astounding, you know. But it's there, like convincing. If that makes sense makes sense so like i'm i'm I'm, uh, I'm about it and i like the characters a lot i want to see where the arcs end up so so far which which uh nation would you be which bender would you be oh me fire i get fire and electricity come on that's <laughs> easy for me and, and i mean i want to see if he keeps that up uh by the end of the no if it if you're including like characters that are in it i'm not fire nation they're a fucking assholes like the dad is an ass no no no, no, no. what you will be oh yeah i i'm wondering like if by the end of the series if you still stick with fire i really enjoyed like again when that fight with the water master bender and katara i'm like yo water got it but i've seen some earthbenders do some crazy shit in season two when they tried it's called the avatar state is the episode and they were going to town on, on Aang. I, I, okay, I want you to... All right, I'll keep that energy. I'll keep that energy, and we'll see. Hang on, I gotta see... I gotta see what episode it is. I I think it doesn't... I don't think it's until season three. Okay, then don't... Okay, but I don't want to get this spoiled, so let, we'll... Uh, actually, it might be season two. I think it actually is in season two. Okay. Yeah, I, it's because right now I get I li- to the review of season two. I want to see if you're. I want to see. If it's okay, 
because again, all I've seen is Prince Zuko and the captain and all the fire. Like they're all here just going, and like a fire comes out. But you know what my starter Pokemon was? Charmander. No. Actually, it was once I figured out how easy the first, like, two... No, Venus, it was, like, Bulbasaur, because it was bodying the first two gyms. But then I'm like, I still want my Charmander. Because, Char like, starting with Charmander is hard mode. The first kind two of, gyms yeah. are, like, rock and then water. The, the, the direct counter. So, like, uh, but I still like my Charmander. So, fire, I'm all about it. And then when I found out his sister was out here just throwing lightning, I'm like... What's going on? I don't know if I remember, if I remember incorrectly, but when they first show her do lightning, I think the show itself was like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> what the Zuko dodged or whatever. He didn't dodge it. He grabbed. He was in the middle of shooting it at I think Zuko. He grabbed her her hand and it went through his body and he shot that fucker through a, to a mountain. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. "Is this is this Jesus?" And like, is this? Is he being guided by Jesus? God. Okay, don't he ever has, forget that. I haven't. Every time it's it's time for him to like throw hands, he throws hands. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really excited for you to finish the show because there's like a lot I want to talk. <laughs> Muffin says, "Tell Anthony that Iroh is actually the Avatar." <laughs> I believe it. Like if you like if if that's the twist at the end of this, I believe Aang it. Is just a figurehead, but no, seriously, like there's there's so much that I really want to talk to you about with this show because it's like, it's things you don't really notice or like understand until either one, you finish the show and you just go, Oh, okay. Two, you read about it on Reddit, which there's a ton of shit on Reddit that like, you know, that they go, did you guys notice this? And I'm like, Holy shit. That makes so much sense. You know? Okay. And then three, there's just things that you're like, I, I, you know, when somebody points it out to you, you go, holy fuck you know <laughs> that's probably gonna be me by the end of this because there's a lot and not in a bad way there's a lot of stuff that gets thrown at you even subtle things like in terms of like the bending or if it's like how people perceive the avatar or like their culture or like how what state their town is in or which avatar they praise like the kyoshi island like when they season two stuff again how that island came to be when it, it was the um it was like the the court episode when it's like, oh, yeah. you, I say what I think, you say what you think, and I decide if I believe you. And I'm like, no, shoot him. Shoot him right now. <laughs> like, they, they gave backstory on how that fucking island came out. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, you know, still part of, like, the main plot. And I'm like, okay. They did a pretty good job with that. For the lightning stuff, is he, is it just him redirecting Azula's, or is he, like, teaching it? Don't spoil this. All I've seen so far yeah, is him yeah, redirect. Redirect stuff. Questions, Kelsey. It does not. Let's not get into it. All right. So let's look at him smiling. He knows what he's about to say. I'm. I'm reading something Adam said. Iro is what the Avatar aspires to be. You ascend from Avatar to Iro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I believe it. That man so far has been just awesome. So that's it. I mean, I'm hyped. the The first book or that book, the first season, which is book one, I'm hyped. So, like, in season two, I'm already five episodes in. It's more of the same and getting better because, I mean, they're all growing. Zuko and now um, Iroh are having their, like, their separation period. I want to see what happens. Do they grow? Do, like, what's what's happening there? Um, they're trying to find the Earthbender stuff, and they already have blockades. I want to see what happens there. That, that town has been taken over by Fire Nation. So I saw that episode. The refugees have left. Another, the resistance has left. And now they're looking like 
what's his name? The the crazy old guy from that town. Earth the Earth uh, town. King Boomy. King... Was he, yeah King Boomy? No. King Boomy is the crazy is his friend from when he was a child. That's now the king. Yes, he's captured king. already. And they, when they went back, so like that episode I saw as well already. Oh yeah, he's just like, hey guys. Yeah, he's like, hey, and he's like laughing and shit, and he's trying to get him out. He's like, hey, no, I'm not trying to leave. He's like, the key to Earth Sand is like staying still until you know when's the right time to attack. And then he falls backwards on the slide, summons a rock thing, and pushes himself up while inside of a casket. And I'm like, you sure that's not God? <laughs> so, so you're on the greatest episode in the series. The second greatest episode isn't until. Oh like man! Or from the end of season three. Oh well. And these are they're for vastly different reasons. Okay. But you will like when you watch it, you're gonna be like, okay, I get it. I think. Okay. <laughs> Brian's gonna do some fucking AOL searching right now. <laughs> All right. Anyway, All right, we're three hours in. Yeah, I, I'm ending. I'm ending the first season as highly recommended. It was really cool, especially for a first season. Animation is dope. Especially for its time, because you have to keep that in mind as well. This came out what what year? Two thousand five. The animation I think still holds up. Again, it's not widescreen, so you still have like the old aspect ratio and it's old, but I don't know. It's great. I'm loving it so far. And that's it, peeps. Oh, these fuckers are talking to each other. That's why he's smiling. He's grinning like a fucking <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, so I guess for releases this week. We have um, that Loop Hero game I told you and uh, Kelsey about that you guys might like. It's like a roguelike uh, action or not action, like turn-based RPG that you might enjoy. Mm-hmm. That comes out this week, and then uh, Pixel Junk Raiders comes out. Came out today, so I might give that a shot this week. It's like a roguelike made by the people who make all the Pixel Pixel Junk games. For movies, oh, go for it. If you want to, real quick. Well, how big is the news? It, it's it's all real quick. Okay, it's just four articles that are like super fast. Go for you, it. You you liked Journey to the Savage Planet, right? I fucking loved it. So did you see the the Google yep. Stadia news? The <laughs> the they... shit show that it is. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. So <laughs> they apparently had it planned for uh, Savage Planet two, and they canceled it with the whole, you know, canceling of all things dev related for Google Stadia. Um, oh, it's going to be an exclusive. So they're not doing it at all, or is it just? I, well, it says the, the way that the article sent, uh, is explaining this. And it, I'll have to read it again because it's been a minute. Because um, Journey to Savage Planet came out on like PC and consoles first, and Stadia came out after. Right, but it, the Google Stadia's team canceled dozens of dozens of projects and third-party licensing deals. So it sounds like they were like funding making this, two. Oh, you know, but now it's been canceled because they're you know pulling out um which leads to another another article where they like uh some <clears throat> some journalists talk to like talk to people that were working at the game studios for for Google yeah and all of them were like they should have just bought up studios and let them do whatever the fuck they wanted and then and not gotten into the dev business to begin with it would have been far cheaper and better because they already have studios that are built you know to do the shit that they want to do like xbox has been doing the past few years right oh you know. wow that's difficult to copy oh, fucking hell google come on apparently stadia games and entertainment was headed up by the ubisoft and ea veteran jade raymond yeah uh, which would explain a lot of why 
they did the things that they did. Well, so there's also Phil Harrison is at the head of this, and he used to work for. Let me not get this uh, information wrong. Phil Harrison. Even Nintendo's been doing the uh, whole buy game, right? Actually, they've been doing it with games because what's the name of the Astral Chain is now a Nintendo game. Like, uh, I don't know if they bought the rights to it or the licensing to it, but now it's considered a Nintendo first party, I guess. He was in Microsoft Game Studios. That's where Phil Harrison was at. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read this to you, Anthony. Go I for want it. You to put on your shocked face, okay? Oh. From our perspective, Stadia was in a decidedly underwhelming state at launch, and sources told the, the Wired that <laughs> there was some serious internal issues too. Developers were directed to focus on showcasing Stadia technology rather that than already proven to work. Go ahead. Rather than the games themselves, and a hiring freeze was implemented in April of 2020 before the new Stadia studio in California was uh, even fully staffed. So here's the thing, Google. Your tech is good. Parsec already made it before you came out. It was a thing. The only thing you did was accessibility. No one needed to set up a server for Parsec. No one needs to worry about loading into Steam. You just hit play. That's what you brought in. That's where your tech was better. You go literally <laughs> milestones. But you decided to not focus on that platform. You're like, hey guys, we can stream. Streaming's been a thing for a while. In home. The only difference is you're from a server randomly. But you still picked the closest server to me, which is similar to in home. <laughs> so the tech was there. Your tech was make it transparent. You did it. What you didn't do. Let's make a gaming platform around it. You just said, hey, we did Parsec. Good for you. You did Parsec. So did GeForce Now. So did xCloud. So did, like, so did Shadow. PS, PlayStation Now. So did PS Now did. They all got it. They, they could have literally, they probably would have spent far less money just buying Parsec <laughs> and pulling it into their technology, into their server farm. <laughs> There's another article. I don't know if you're about to read it off. They spent so much money on AAA ports. Yeah. Getting Red Dead on Stadia, getting Cyberpunk. I said they they threw cash at them to get it on there. You if know you're, what happened? It, it most of them didn't make it on there. <laughs> no, they made it on there. It's just no one's coming to Stadia to play it because they have it locally anyway. Yep. And you didn't put any cloud-based technology on those games. So it's just you're running the game normally. Granted, the search for games, right? Yeah, go ahead. Go to stadia.com and look for the search bar on there. Today, oh, speaking of which, tight alert today. Here go the rants again. They have the audacity to be like, oh, today's March 1st. That means your Stadia Pro games are ready to claim. You know, like the PlayStation Now, like the PlayStation Gold, or the Xbox Gold, and like the PlayStation Plus stuff. So they're like, we updated the site. Now there's a claim all button. So you update your site so I can claim my pro games, but I can't search to see what games are on it. How, how is that? That is literally I, the most You're a search company! company. <laughs> Isn't that how they made all of their money is being a search engine? Like... I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it! <laughs> Wait... You're a search company. 
I don't I don't get it. Whatever. I, what what else the other articles? I'm not gonna drag this on. <laughs> All right. So Forever Entertainment is supposed to be developing a bunch of remakes for Square Enix Japan ooh. IPs. So ooh, but not. Oh, okay. Uh, My bad. Forever, everything that I've read is for Forever Entertainment basically botches everything. Oh. It's one of it, it's it's one of those studios that like just has like a zero uh, effort ports. Yeah, you know, or they just have like a they have a template, and they literally take all the things and shove it in the template and just reskin it. You know. Oh man. Uh, Adam goes. <laughs> uh, this is back on Google. Don't even get me started on Google. If I find the person who price hiked Google Maps by fourteen hundred percent. That price hike to Google Maps? Yeah, so you used to be able, like, if, if in the web dev business, um, you could use you could use the Google API Maps on your website. Yeah, yeah, to do that. Well, one, I'm pretty sure they fucked over the API for for developers. Two, you now have to pay some astonishing price to get uh, for people who use it. Like, you can only have so many hits per minute or hour or whatever. Oh and, no! You know now you have to pay like some absorbent amount to do this now, uh, and so it's fucked over a lot of of any location-based you know, sites that use the maps. Yes, you know, and so uh, he a- Adam uses it quite a bit at his current company, and he was he when he told me that he was not happy. <laughs> I wouldn't be either. Like holy, sh- how much by how much? How, what was the percentage? Fourteen hundred percent. Yeah, he says small business can't even use it anymore. Like if you, if you, you, you know, like if you, were you can't afford some, that. No, they can't because you can only have like there's only so many free hits now that you can get per Adam. Is it per minute or hour or whatever? Um, and uh, uh, you have to pay to in order for it to work beyond that. And so if you're like some you know startup Chinese restaurant that's down the street, you can like give your lit your address but you can't have you know the the, the api Google embedding map thing you mm-hmm. know in the in the thing so that you can get directions and things to you have to like have it pull up the outside version and then let them type in yeah. where you are which i you can't i think you can send in a url parameter with the address but that's not what they go that's not how websites are used now it's no. embedded people people don't like to be re- redirected in, as much anymore like, no you know they either open the tab and do it themselves, or they just look at it. They're, what they're currently looking at, or you could post. I think I don't think I don't think it's a URL parameter, but so that's trash. Yeah, I'm, again, I'm sure they're dropping the ball in every fucking aspect of this point because I've from birth, me and Brian seen Stadia and used it, and they have yet to capitalize. Yeah. So like they it's had just... they had a head start, and now they're like, we're just gonna sit here near the finish line and see who catches up or who blows past us because we're Google. Yay, Mixer. Wait, sorry. No, you mean Uh, Facebook stream, Facebook gaming? (laughs) Go for it. He said limit limit is 100 requests per minute per user. And I believe it means the user means the person calling the API, like the business using it. Yeah, it's not not person using the site. It's the server. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have, I mean, depending on how many calls you're having to make, you know, per, like, you could burn through that super quick. And if you have, if you have an unexpected growth in page views, buy. 
yeah. that they'll charge you immediately or it'll just, I don't remember if it, they charge you immediately or it just says it's not available because you're not a part of that tier. Because I think you have to be subscribed with that uh, with that account and you can continue to use it. Otherwise, it'll just return like a, I think like a an error or something that says like, nope, you're not, you're not yeah. in a paid tier or something. Yeah. Um. So last thing is Bandai Namco. Did you guys see this? Bandai Namco? No, what did they do? So they're pulling out of the uh, the arcade gaming business in North America. They're because of the, you know, because America is such a shithole with being, you know, people not wearing masks and that kind of stuff. Uh, Japan and is it is it a Japanese company? I think so. I yeah, Namco, I believe so. Uh, you know, Japan never went into any sort of recession or lockdown or anything because they wear masks and whatever whenever people get sick. You know, that's yeah. like a standard for them. It's a culture and thing. Here it's all about rights to breathe and other bullshit yeah. um and um you know with with us basically shutting down for 12 months um i'm sure they, they lost are, a bunch of business so yeah they they lost uh having reported extraordinary losses in the region of 13 billion yen around 122 million uh it, it as a cost of its move to restructure the company uh, and with the difficult market environment created by the pandemic expected to continue, the company decided to withdraw from its amusement facility business in North America. Um, so what they're doing is they're they're basically, I think what they're doing is they're selling it off to three different companies um, to like start just heading that stuff, and they're just Dang. getting out of out of the U.S. That sucks. Well. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I I don't even know how long it's been since I've like seen an arcade machine other than yeah. the one that we built. Um, I finally got that up here. I just need to connect it to the Ethernet, and then <laughs> add a bunch of a shitload of ROMs. I'm still really pissed that we can't get it to connect to the wireless. Like, there's no reason that it shouldn't. Like, I'm, maybe it's right it next is, to my like, router now. So, it it's it's their wireless antenna. Like, it should just be built in. So, I mean, maybe there's something that we're we're missing, but like. It should be able to do it. I mean, it could be a driver issue. Maybe wrong version or something. Yeah. Oh, right, well, that's all I had. Just a couple quick updates. Gotcha. Well, Godspeed, Bandai Namco. Hopefully you can continue to make more fighting games. Or publish I mean, them anyway. Their arcade scene is thriving in Japan anyway. Oh, okay. So they're not, okay. It's, a, it's just it's America. Culture staple. So basically the way I've been told is... All you see the second like work hour is done is you see a bunch of businessmen with their cigarettes in their briefcase immediately just beat fucking everybody in, in arcades. They go to arcades <laughs> just beat everybody's ass. Okay, that's good. That's Randall to right the there. Point point where, like, apparently they're apparently like pro players in the US, whenever they went, getting beat by random businessmen in fighting games. Because I mean, they they spent all day getting aggravated at their job and now they're taking it out on you through sticks. Okay. I feel that. Yeah. It's still big over there, luckily. Okay. For releases this week on movies, we have Raya and the Last Dragon. It was like a really cool animated movie. So I might have checked that out. Well, that's uh, this week? Yeah. Oh, it looks so awesome. I'm excited. And then Chaos Walking, which is a movie with Tom Holland and Daisy oh. Ridley. That's in it. So for music, I didn't see anything on there, Brian, but if you find something, let me know. I'm going to move on to the free games of the week. If you're watching this live as we're recording this on Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, you can still claim Sunless Sea 
on Epic Games, and if you're watching this after the fact on a VOD or something, uh, War Game Red Dragon is out to be claimed for free on Epic Games. On top of that, right now you can claim the reboot for Ratchet and Clank on PSN for free. Yes, and I highly vouch it. I highly vouch it. I highly recommend it. I vouch my. I, I vouch for it. It's a fantastic platforming action game. It's great. If you like, if you haven't played Ratchet and Clank ever, it's a great primer. If you have played it before, it's fantastic. It's a moving Pixar game. Animation looks fantastic. In-game visuals are fantastic. I Muffins HD one one three asks in Kelsey's chat, "How much is Skullgirls?" He spelled it two separate words. Rookie mistake. Skullgirls is one word. You get the DLC, you get the base game, and then you get ready for when Andy comes out later this month. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I think that's it. What are you guys doing this week? Randall, what you doing this week? Work, Jim. Okay. Finish setting up stuff. So. Oh, snap. Lit. Okay. Brian, what you doing this week? Uh, productive things tomorrow. Are you streaming uh, the productive stuff, or is it just your own time? It's me time. Okay. Uh, Wednesday, playing some with Anthony. I think Torchlight not be available. Yeah, we're playing Torchlight. Some, some boar bite. Uh, Thursday, we'll find out together at eight yep. PM Eastern Standard Time. Uh. And then I don't know what I'm doing the rest of the week. Probably more product. Probably sprinkled between me trying to do things like productive stuff. It's gonna be either trying to finish season four of Better Call Saul or be lining to the end of season five. Um, I thought you're gonna binge Wandavision. That too. So I don't. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I, I don't remember what episode I'm on for season four. Okay. If it's one left, then I, I might just. Fuck it, I don't know. Just try to do both, do like a weekend day of just WandaVision and then maybe Better Call Saul another day. Gotcha. And then, yeah, maybe play stuff, maybe play more Pokemon, maybe just work on Ting. I don't know. We'll find out. Got it. Okay. I'll find out. I won't stream on the weekend. Got Unless it. Unless I'm really bored. Uh huh. Wake up early again. We might get salty together. You might see Demon Souls. Not a promise, awesome. but. I've, I've, been, I've been hearing Demon Souls for a few weeks now on this podcast, so I mean, yeah, I'm waiting for uh, waiting for the actual stream. Yeah, like what's going on? Do, we, do, we, need, do we need to start taking bets? Is Randall going to start streaming first? Or yeah, just, no, no, because he has to have the right tile set on his floor so that he can start streaming. <laughs> That'd be really expensive. <sighs> uh, I don't want to do it on Thursday. I don't want to get t- fucking salty on a weekday. That's why I haven't done it on Thursdays, but I might just say fuck it. Okay. If All right, I Kelsey. If you want to play zombies or anything specific on Thursday, I might just do that. It'll probably be outbreak. <laughs> the heck? Was he crying? Are you crying? She's whimpering. I think they want to go outside. Got it. This is about the time that I take them out. And I usually sit on the porch with her and then throw the ball with him for a few minutes. Gotcha. So, so what are you doing this week? Um, Probably still playing some POE, trying to finish up Final Fantasy IX. Uh, I'm getting kind of burned at POE because I'm just—I feel like I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. Ah, uh, you reached the 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 burning point. <laughs> yeah, like the thing is, is that I'm still having like a lot of fun with it because I'm learning how to do a lot more 
in-depth crafting. Um, and I've like really built, I've built an awesome character. She can do all the content, which is awesome. Um, you know, and then like I have, uh, another set of equipment that's going to push her even further and do even do the content even, you know, better. Okay. The thing is, is that it, it, like I'm having to craft all of the stuff because I can't afford to just outright buy it. Gotcha. Um, but I've made more currency this league than I think I have in all previous leagues combined for the most part. Okay. Um, and I've spent all of it on crafting shit. Uh, but you also have learned how to do more of the crafting stuff. So I guess it, it pays off. Yeah. Like it's, it's super awesome. Um, I finally got most of my shield created. Uh, and the, th- the thing is, is that like if, when I switch, I'll go from using health to using energy shield. Uh-huh. But currently with my current gear and the current setup, if I were to make the switch, I'd go from about 6,000 HP to about 2,600 HP in total. And you just, I already get one shot with, you know, 6,000 HP. Uh, I would not survive anything. With only twenty six hundred, uh-huh. you know, like they would, they would just go, and I would die. It would be worse than Jiren. Okay, like it's over. It, yeah, you know, it literally just look at you, and then that's it. You're dead. I'm gonna um, get that line now. Now that, now that I said it a lot, I need a it's over clip. But doing doing the switch, I would literally almost triple my. Actually, I probably would triple my damage, um, because I just landed a huge roll on increasing cold damage on the shield and as soon as i can get it to do uh cold damage is extra chaos damage it's going to boost it even more um yeah i'm super excited about, i'm super excited about it but i'm like when am i going to fucking get there to like yeah to use it you know i don't want to spend i don't want to literally spend like all of my currency trying to get there never actually getting there and then having these amazing things that i'm just like i, I can't use it you know that makes sense. So you don't want to waste a bunch of time. Yeah. There's also there's also some other things in crafting that I really want to do. Like I, I found this streamer uh that does that like his favorite build is the Spectre build, which is basically my favorite build at this point. Mm-hmm. Um and he I I was following somebody else and he kind of argued against the way that they were doing stuff and kind of gave more insight into how his version works and how it's so much stronger and that kind of stuff. And he showed the first thing he d- I found was him showing me how to craft his helm, which is just an incredible helm. Totally changes the way that the Spectre builds, you know, actually do damage and things. And then, um, so I managed to do that. And then I started looking at his helm, and they added this new, um, this new currency in called a Maven Orb, which is the new content okay. uh, where you can actually upgrade. Um, what is it? You can actually upgrade. Uh, influenced items levels I'm trying to think of how to explain this like when you craft you get like you have like your normal crafts and then you can get an influenced item which is influenced by one of the conquerors or the shaper or the guardian and then you can roll specific mods specific to those those influences right okay and what the new orb does is if you have two of them uh at least two of them it'll look at one of them and go we're gonna upgrade that one and destroy the other one right Whoa, so okay. then it boosts it even more so he slammed his his helm with it twice and got two major upgrades on it and then fixed it but it cost him a shit ton of money like 
on like a, a ton of like a ton of currency. So so I'm gonna try and explain how much currency this is. He said it cost him 950 exalted orbs to fix his helm. Okay, uh, an exalted orb, aside from a, a mirror, is like top tier, like the currency that you know everybody trades massive items for. Gotcha. Chaos orbs are the like the general currency that everybody uses, you know, especially at the start of the game to use for trading things. Uh, currently, an exalted orb is worth 100 chaos orbs. Chaos orbs don't really just drop, you know, like that. Like you tend, you definitely find them, you know, a lot more than you do exalted. Like exalted orbs are, I think this league we found a total of seven or eight. And at between Adam and I, maybe, maybe, maybe 15. Uh, if I were to ask him, like, how much he's actually found. But, like, that's, that's with, I don't even know how many hours playing. Okay. And, you, and you're saying one exalted orb is a thousand chaos orbs? A hundred. A hundred. Okay. Orbs. It's not, I mean, that's, it's kind of a big difference, but it's still like a huge difference. I mean, you could probably. 95,000 just... chaos orbs. Yes. To like, fucking do that. To fix, to fix the helm. Yeah. Because what it does, like, there's, there's ways to the helm. The way the helm works is you only need to land two crafts on it to, to do everything else perfectly. Uh, because you can guarantee the crafts roll uh, after the Harvest League, because uh -huh. Harvest Crafting allows you to target specific crafting things down instead of just being random like it used to be, where you would basically just have to keep hitting it with different currencies and hope that you landed something. And so when people like landed those, it was fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so he hit his helm with the Maven Orb twice and just, you know, quadrupled his damage with some of the stuff that he did. And I'm like, I really want to try that, but I don't have the currency to finish my character now. But, you know, if I can get to that. But I think uh, I was actually I was talking with Kevin uh, Melanson. OK, yeah. So he plays as well. And he was like, yo, I figured out a great way to make currency. You should do this. And I was like, fuck, dude, I was doing that, but I was not doing it specifically like that. I'm totally going to do that. OK. You know? And so I might just I might switch over to doing that instead uh, and trying to. Uh, and grind out all the uh, the yeah, exalted and the chaos. Currency, uh -huh. Like you know, just just like I've been doing other things, like selling selling the harvest crafts and making a bunch of money. And like I'm actually making money in this league, which is great because normally, you know, we struggle to get like fifteen exalted orbs over the league. Yeah, and I think uh, in three items I've made that. Um, nice. That I found this league. Actually, in one item, I sold it. I, I recrafted my helm and sold it for 15 exalts. Um, and I think I've, I've probably made 100 exalts this league. I'm just like, like really giddy about it, you know? Uh -huh. but at the same time, I'm like, it, co it costs so much money to craft to make money. <laughs> yeah. So you're out here making, like, you're, in, you're, you're like a, at a fucking factory right now, doing the sweat work in an assembly line and then selling it off. Yeah, I'm I'm really trying because like I mean the biggest problem that Adam and I have is that it takes us so long to either like clear content or get money to get gear that it's just ridiculous and we're just like really frustrated with it. <clears throat> and so this league, I really took an interest in the crafting and how it works and seeing what we can do. And I'm slowly starting to learn like how crafting works and how you know to get more guaranteed mods and what what actually goes into it so that when next league starts we can kind of pick whatever we want to do and I'll focus on crafting. He can focus on delving 
because if he gets down far enough, he can just start making money off Delve, but you really need like a lot of gear for that. And if I can either craft it for him or if I can like just craft shit, sell it and then buy him the gear, we're golden, you know, mm-hmm. because like while he's making money, just continuing to plunge down through the Delve, I can just start continuing crafting and then doing whatever I need. Gotcha. That's cool. So there's that. 195,000. <laughs> That's a lot of stuff. Hopefully, guys, I hope you enjoy it once you get there. I would love to be able to just be like, oh, 950 exalts? Sure, that's that's like three hours worth of work. It's cool. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it depends once you start getting better and better at the crafting, so. Yeah. Cool. All right. So PoE, and that's it? You can try CrossCode? I'm. Oh, and yeah, I'm going to try CrossCode, you know, during some of the downtime. Gotcha. Um, you can stream like, either I, or, or? I mean, I really haven't found an like I I had an on a small audience when I was streaming PoE, but uh-huh. I really haven't had an audience with it. I might gotcha. try streaming it again, um, but a lot of it is just me kind of sitting there waiting, waiting to try and craft stuff. You know, to gotcha. do it. Uh, what I could probably do is is start running things while I'm waiting for the crafts, uh, instead of trying to focus so much on crafting. Right. Um, but uh, Final Fantasy IX, I'm I'm not going to stream CrossCode. I might. I might stream just because it's a you know like i said the game looks really cool the demo just does not feel like it does it justice cool. i'm really kind of hoping that playing the actual game on game pass will change my mind mm-hmm. um but it really just depends on how quickly we get into the state of you know actually get the game the loop you, yeah the game like i'm not always i like it when there's story but i'm not i'm not one of those that like there has to be a ton of story like i can you can either have great story or great gameplay better if it's a combination of both you know yeah. but there wasn't anything in the demo that was like what it, it, there was nothing that pulled me in i felt like there was a lot of content missing that they could have used to show off the game to make it a lot more of a oh man you really should play this okay <clears throat> all righty then as for myself yeah, to, what tomorrow i won't be streaming i think because i gotta i still done my taxes i gotta do my taxes so that's probably be a tomorrow oh, thing. Yeah, I still gotta do that too. I got, yeah. So <laughs> I gotta go ahead and do that. I got my the last thing I needed last week, so it took I'm a while. On my shit from work. You sure you haven't gotten in the mail or digitally? I, I'm pretty sure I got it digitally, but our benefits site or whatever, yeah, randomly locks me out for no reason. I have Uh-oh. to call them like almost every other month. I would I would do that and just get it over with. Because I think I think the the date's coming up soon, and so I probably won't. I most likely won't. If I for some reason get here early and and do finish it, then I'll stream, and I'll probably be streaming a little nightmares too, because I got it on Cydia Pro, so I'll probably do that. And I love the first little little nightmares too is what I said. But um, what about school girls? It's nine ninety nine on Steam right now up until March. Brian, please finish it off. Ten. Thank you. I was going to say 18th, but that's the Zack Snyder movie. Uh, Wednesday is going to be Torchlight 3 with Brian. And then Thursday will either be Little Nightmares 2, depending if I stream it tomorrow. If I don't stream it, if I do stream it tomorrow, then it'll be Outbreak Mode again with Brian, because I fucking love that mode. That's what I forgot to talk about this week. We'll do it next week. God damn it. Gosh darn it. Uh, And that's about it. 
on the weekend. I don't think I'm going to be streaming, but we'll see. That's about it. Thank you guys for watching. Episode 131 of the ADLR podcast. We'll be back next week, 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday. If you want to watch live. If not, it's fine. Either way, this has been us. Yes, I don't know what that means. We're out. Bye. Bye.